Hare Krishna, welcome to this episode of Chaitanya Charitamrita. Today's topic is the introduction of Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Ajnanati Mirandhasya Gyananjana Shalakaya. Chakshurun Militam Yenatasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Sthapitam Yenabhutale Svayam Rupaha Kadamahyam Dadati Svapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yutapadakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathan Vitam Tam Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakhan Vitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindho Jitina Bandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kantaradha Kantanamostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vanchakal Patarubhyascha Kripas and Dubhya Evacha Patitanam Pavane Bhyo Vaishnave Bhyo Namonamaha Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prashthaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swamini Namine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Sunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jaya Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Welcome to this episode of Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita. Today we will be reading from the introduction of Chaitanya Charitamrita. <clears throat> Originally delivered as five morning lectures on the Chaitanya Charitamrita, the authoritative biography of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu by Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami before the International Society for Krishna Consciousness, New York City, April 10th through 14th, 1967. So, before we start, um, I'd just like to mention that there were a few biographies of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. There was the um, Chaitanya Mangal, which came to be known as the Chaitanya Bhagavat, written by Vrindavan Das Thakur. And there is also another Chaitanya Mangal, I think so, which I'm not very sure. Chaitanya, I think it's by Lochan Das Thakur. So in this way, there are <coughs> a few biographies. And in Vrindavan Das Thakur's uh, Chaitanya Bhagavat, uh, Vrindavan Das Thakur actually is um, understood to be incarnation of Vyasadeva. And um, in his book, 
mostly the childhood pastimes and the youth pastimes of chaitanya mahaprabhu are very much elaborated and in shri chaitanya charitamrita written by krishnadas kavraj goswami um he did not as much as possible he did not repeat what vrindavan das thakur has already done and he uh, described the later pastimes of chaitanya mahaprabhu the way chaitanya charitamrita is structured we will just go through the structure before we start the introduction just to get an idea of a fair idea of how the chaitanya charitamrita is compiled so if you go here you see there is a preface and introduction this is by shri prabhupada of course and then there is adhilila madhilila and antyalila adhi means um, the beginning lila the past lila means past times so adhilila means the the beginning past times the means in the early childhood and early early life of chaitanya mahaprabhu madhyalila the middle past times and antyalila the final past times of chaitanya mahaprabhu so in adhilila before even the past times start you see how we can see the the names of the chapters here ranjan vallakat is asking who translated chaitanya bhagavatam um it's called chaitanya bhagavata not chaitanya bhagavatam so it's written by vrindavan das thakur vrindavan das thakur is an incarnation of vyasadev so all right <clears throat> you see first he explains before even the past time start he explains the the position of chaitanya mahaprabhu the position of nithyanand prabhu the position of advaita acharya and then he describes them um confidential reasons sorry first the external reasons why chaitanya mahaprabhu came then the confidential reasons the internal reasons of why chaitanya mahaprabhu actually advented and after um after that he you know describes the tree desire tree of devotional service the trunk branches and sub branches of the chaitanya tree it means the disciplic succession is branching out from the chaitanya mahaprabhu the expansions of lord nityananda the expansions of advaita acharya and gadadhar pandit the advent of sri chaitanya mahaprabhu you see there are 17 chapters in the adilila but until the 12 12th chapter it's all the tatva that means the philosophy the principle or establishing the position of chaitanya mahaprabhu and his associates especially the panchatatva and then only the advent the birth of chaitanya mahaprabhu starts only in the 13th chapter of the adilila and then very quickly he finishes 13 14 15 16 17 he finishes the the early life of chaitanya mahaprabhu because vrindavan das thakur has already elaborated on that in the chaitanya bhagavat and in the next we have madhyalila madhyalila there are lot of pastimes lot of pastimes the majority the bulk of the chaitanya charitamrita is in the madhyalila and in the antyalila is the final pastimes where and also you see um rupa goswami's second meeting with the lord chastisement of harida chota haridas the glories of haridas thakur in fact haridas thakur passes away in this chapter um then sanatan goswami visits the lord jagannath puri and then other pastimes like that and finally here also there are a lot of pastimes 20 chapters here but especially the, the last few chapters are the exhibition of transcendental madness of chaitanya mahaprabhu in the ecstatic love of krishna known as mahabhava <clears throat> which is a very very uncommon form of ecstatic expressions um only exhibited by 
Srimati Radharani and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And finally, we have the Sikshashtaka prayers. We have actually gone through this chapter in the Sikshashtaka class, in the Strengthening Foundation series. Alright, so let's go to the introduction. So as is stated in the very beginning here, it was actually a five-part uh, lecture series by Srila Prabhupada in 1967 in New York. The word Chaitanya means living force. Definition, dictionary definitions. <clears throat> the word Chaitanya means living force. Charita means character. And Amrita means immortal. As living entities, we can move, but a table cannot because it does not possess living force. Movement and activity may be considered signs or symptoms of the living force. Indeed, it may be said that there may be no activity without the living force. So this is basic spiritual understanding. Um, without the soul, there will be no movement, there will be no development of matter. <clears throat> or even of the living, the spirit soul. The movement and activity may be considered signs or symptoms of the living force. Indeed, it may be said that there can be no activity without the living force. Although the living force is present in the material condition, this condition is not amrita or immortal. You see, inside this avinashitu tadviddhi yena sarvam idam tatam. So, um, the consciousness which is a symptom of the soul that is present throughout this body but this body is antavanta ime deha nityasyoktaha so this body is not uh, immortal it is mortal chaitanya charita amrita amrita means immortal but this body is mortal see so although the living force is present in the material condition this condition is not amrita immortal the words Chaitanya Charitamrita then may be translated as the character of the living force in immortality. Prabhupada will explain more on the elaborate more on this. Firstly, he is explaining the see there are three words Chaitanya, Charita, and Amrita. So each of them he is explaining. First, Chaitanya. But how is this living force? Chaitanya means living force, which is the you know the soul but how is this living force displayed immortally it is not displayed by man or any other creature in this material universe for none of us are immortal in these bodies we possess the living force we perform activities and we are immortal by our nature and constitution but the material condition into which we have been put does not allow our immortality to be displayed hmm? It is stated in the Katha Upanishad that eternality and the living force belong to both ourselves and God. What is that verse? Nityo nityanam chetanas chetananam eko bahunam yo vidhati kaman. Nityo nityanam. You see him. Here, this is from the Katha Upanishad. Nityo nityanam chetanas chetananam eko bahunam yo vidhati kaman 
तमात्मस्थम ये so the, especially the first line is being um, highlighted in the, in the meaning of the in, in the introduction there nitya nityana means nitya means eternal and chetana means consciousness consciousness so there is one singular nitya eternal being and there are many millions of uh, eternal beings there is one conscious conscious being and there are multitude of conscious beings so why were they not clubbed together why didn't they just say nityanam all eternals and all conscious beings no the singular eternal and the plural eternal and the singular conscious and the plural conscious beings that means the singular is the supreme lord to um, demarcate him from us who are limited whereas he is unlimited what is the difference between that singular and the plural? The next line. Eko bahunam yo vidhati kaman. Eka means singular, bahunam means plural. That eko, nitya and chetana, is of the nityanam and chetana nam vidhati kaman. That means he is the one providing for all the necessities of the plural, eternals and conscious living beings. So the Lord is conscious and eternal and we are also conscious and eternal. So that is being explained here. It is stated in the Katha Upanishad that eternality and living force, living force means the consciousness, belong to both ourselves and God. Although this is true in that both God and ourselves are immortal, there is a difference. As living entities, we perform many activities, but we have a tendency to fall down into material nature. God has no such tendency. What is the name for the Lord that uh, highlights this? Achyuta. Achyuta means he never falls down. Chuta means fallible. Achyuta means infallible. God has no such tendency. Being all-powerful, he never comes under the control of material nature. He never comes under the control. <clears throat> Indeed, material nature is but one display of his inconceivable energies. You see? And <laughs> Prabhupada explains in a very nice way in this analogy. See, he is never under the control of material nature. In fact, material energy is one of his insignificant energies among many millions of energies. Parasya Shaktir Vividhahe So an analogy will help us understand the distinction between ourselves and God. From the ground, we may see only clouds in the sky. But if we fly above the clouds, we can see the sun shining. From the sky, skyscrapers and cities seem very tiny. Similarly, from God's position, this entire material creation is insignificant. The tendency of the living entities to come down from the heights, where everything can be seen in perspective. God, however, does not have this tendency. The Supreme Lord is not subject to fall down into illusion Maya any more than the sun is subject to fall beneath the clouds. Very, very nice example. The Mayavadis, they say, the Lord, when he comes into this world, he is under the rules of Maya. 
it is like saying the sun is now under the clouds just as the sun will never come under the clouds similarly krishna will never come under maya the maya is compared to the cloud and krishna is like the sun so impersonalist philosophers mayavadis maintain that both the living entity and god himself are under the control of maya when they come into this material world this is the fallacy of their philosophy that's why they are called mayavadis they think maya is the overarching power that even power overpowers god as well as the living entities um, therefore they are called mayavadis so we don't accept that because krishna cannot the sun doesn't come under the clouds lord chaitanya mahaprabhu should therefore not be considered one of us he is krishna himself the supreme living entity and as such he never comes under the cloud of maya <coughs> um <coughs> now the character of krishna and chaitanya mahaprabhu is being described charita the chaitanya is described now charita the character of chaitanya mahaprabhu krishna his expansions and even his higher devotees never fall into the clutches of illusion lord chaitanya came to earth simply to preach krishna bhakti love of krishna in other words he is lord krishna himself teaching the living entities the proper way to approach krishna he is like a teacher who seeing a student doing poorly takes up a pencil and writes saying do it like this a b c from this one should not foolishly think that the teacher is learning his abc's you see so chaitanya mahaprabhu saw the foolish population of kaliyuga they could not understand bhagavad gita's instructions especially his last instruction where he said sarva dharman parityajya mam ekam sharanam vraja so he saw the foolishness of the people in this kaliyuga and he came directly to teach us just like prabhupada is explaining here uh, he is like the teacher who seeing a student doing poorly takes up a pencil and writes saying do it like this a b so he is you know holding the hand of the student and teaching from this one should not foolishly think that the teacher is learning his abc's the the point is people think lord chaitanya is just one of the devotees many people actually think like that outside of the gaudiya vaishnavas they think chaitanya mahaprabhu is just an, a very great saint you know who has become enlightened or immortal by dint of devotional service no he is krishna himself and it is not a whimsical claim it is claimed through the shastric reference and that is what will be um um ex- uh, sorry presented in the adilila of chaitanya charitamrita where the principle of chaitanya mahaprabhu i mean the 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 existence or the truth about chaitanya mahaprabhu the truth about uh, nityananda prabhu advaita acharya gadadhar shrivas are mentioned and they are very elaborately mentioned so that and with full shastric references so that there is no uh, nobody in the future who can come and claim that you know i am also god you know i am i am also you know like chaitanya mahaprabhu i am also god no nobody can just do that you know um, by speculation and whimsical nonsense <clears throat> from this uh, okay similarly although chaitanya lord chaitanya appears in the guise of a devotee we should not foolishly think he is an ordinary human being we should always remember that lord chaitanya is krishna god himself teaching us how to become krishna conscious and we must study him in that light hmm. in the bhagavad gita 18.66 lord krishna says give up all your nonsense and surrender to me i will protect you we say 
oh surrender but i have so many responsibilities and maya illusion says to us don't do it that means don't surrender or you will be out of my clutches just stay in my clutches and i'll kick you this is maya it is a fact that we are constantly being kicked by maya just as the male ass is kicked in the face by the she ass when he comes for sex similarly cats and dogs are always fighting and whining when they have sex even an elephant in the jungle is caught by the use of a trained she elephant who leads him into a pit we should learn by observing these tricks of nature just a note on this for many years there are some always some cats around this place this temple here in singapore on the streets so sometimes right when i wake up you know something somewhere around like 4 am like that there will be always some kind of a cry like a child crying i never really put any thought about it after <laughs> uh, so naive actually um after many many years of staying in the temple i think almost after 8 9 years then one of the devotees told me you see that sound uh, then i thought yeah actually sometimes i do hear some child crying you know who is that no 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 that's not a child that's cats having sex oh okay oh that's how they do it okay <laughs> so it, the the cry of the cat is like a like a like an infant crying you know when they have sex so then i understood oh that's that's um, sex okay so <laughs> that's what is mentioned here similarly cats and dogs are always fighting and whining when they have sex even an elephant in the jungle is caught by the use of a trained she elephant who leads him into a pit we should learn by observing these tricks of nature these are maya's tricks uh, so kicked by maya but we think that's happiness like the camel ushtra maya has many ways to entrap us and her strongest shackle is the female of course in actuality we are neither male nor female for these designations refer only to outer the outer dress the body now maya's strongest shackle maya is also always called um a, like a prison house in fact that's why her name is durga durga means a prison durga ga means gamayam or gachanti so gachati or that means go dur means very difficult to go like durlabham labham means to achieve durlabham means very difficult to achieve so ga means to go and durga means very difficult to go so a prison house has first of all all those bars and even if you open the bars and even if you try to escape there are big walls barbed wires and electrical fences and so much security it's impossible almost to um exit from the prison escape from the prison maybe sometimes we have these kinds of um, fugitive stories where a person actually ran away from the prison but maya is not such a imperfect prison is built by krishna his own energy chaye vayasya bhuvanani bibharti durga srishti sthiti pralaya sadhana shakti reka so durga she is conducting this entire material world this prison house she is the prison warden and therefore we will see the durga with trishul tapatraya you know the trishul are not just some fashion weapon oh let's why why only one i will have three you know fashion no it's not a fashion statement it's a there is a meaning to that and if if you see the picture durga is piercing it into the heart of mahishasura the demon 
so here everybody in this material world is a demon because we have gone against krishna so we are all demons only to lesser or more degrees that's all better demon or you know not so good demon but we are all demons and prahlad maharaj addressed his father as asura varya oh best of the demons <laughs> oh best of those who are atheistic so here in this world everybody is more or less atheistic hmm. either he is 99% atheistic or 1% atheistic 99% theist 100% theist means he is actually seeing the lord premanjana churita bhakti vilochanena sandas sadaiva hridayeshu vilokayanti that is 100% so until then uh, we may ha- may not have 100% faith in krishna so as long as we don't have 100% faith we are not 100% theist so <clears throat> we have this atheistic tendency and theistic tendency so the theistic tendency has to be cultivated so as much as we have the atheistic tendency that much we will be pierced by the tapatraya the trishul of durga shula means pointed shaft trishula means three pointed shafts so what are these three pointed shafts adhyatmik miseries adhibhautik miseries adhidaivik miseries that means miseries caused by my own body and mind miseries caused by other living entities and miseries caused by the controlling deities the demigods in the form of natural disasters and such so these are the three kinds of miseries that torment us the entire life there's not a almost not a gap between these three apart from already the four pillars of suffering which are birth death old age and disease if you think that oh birth death and then old age here and sometimes disease okay the rest of it is okay ah uh, no if we think that oh these four things yeah it's suffering but you know you know what it's few and far between and therefore it's okay you know the rest of the time is enjoyment no the rest of the time is filled with this tapatraya so in that way there is no dukhalayam ashashvatam there is no happiness here and there's no permanence everything is flickering here transient <clears throat> so we are punished here this is durga very difficult to cross and the strongest shackle is the female although this is durga we don't find actually the bars like in a prison we do find bars you know but there are no bars where are the bars here why do you say it's a prison the bars are the woman or the female or the opposite sex for the see when we say women we are in the male mood now mood male mood means male means to en- the enjoyer female means to be enjoyed by right we are all female because we are to be enjoyed by krishna but now we have artificially accepted the male mentality <clears throat> the male mentality is i want to be the enjoyer and the object of my enjoyment is the female so whether a person has male body or the female body both are actually in the consciousness of a male or in the mood of a male that means they want to enjoy whether the woman or the man so for the woman the man is the female or the object to be enjoyed and for the man the woman is of course a female to be enjoyed so in that principle if we go 
the strongest shackle is the female you see the opposite sex that attraction that lust kamesha krodhesha rajoguna samudbhavaha mahashano mahapapma vidhyenam iha vairinam is our biggest enemy the biggest shackle so it's not that there is something wrong with the man or woman the as proper said <laughs> man is good woman is good you put together it becomes bad so the lust put together what why it becomes bad because the lust dhyayato vishayan pumsa sangasteshu pajayate sangat sanchayate kamah then kamat krodho vijayate krodat bhavate sammoha sammoha smriti vibhrama smriti bhramsha buddhinasho buddhinashat pranashati fall down complete ruination so it all starts with the lust the shackles <clears throat> maya has ways many ways to entrap us and her strongest shackle is the female and we will go through a um, couple of verses maybe one of them there are many verses like this in the bhagavatam bhagavatam is not very encouraging to the person who wants to enjoy material life he will feel very discouraged but what to do is the truth hmm yeah 35 331 35 na tathasya bhaven moho bandhaschanya prasangatah yoshit sangad yathapumso yathatat sangi sangatah try to remember the sanskrit word words here because we will see another verse which is very very similar only one word is different this moho will be written will be replaced by i think uh, shoko i think so and the rest will be the same now <clears throat> the infatuation and bondage which accrue to a man from attachment to any other object is not as complete as that resulting from attachment to a woman or to the fellowship of men who are fond of women that means attachment and infatuation and bondage of a man is not as complete until one attaches oneself to a woman that's when the attachment is you know like those um, <clears throat> when i was young there was this uh, super glue in india the brand name is fevicol fevicol so they will put that and then even elephants pull try to pull and you cannot pull they they try to show like that how strong the glue is so that that super glue is the attachment to woman <clears throat> that's why in the marriage also there is three knots you know when you do two knots is already called a dead knot <laughs> you're dead <laughs> the third knot <laughs> i don't know what else <laughs> means worse than death <laughs> i'm just joking but you know but the bondage is like that it's it's very very strong you know <laughs> of course if it is they both spiritual then yes there is some chance otherwise even then it is very difficult i'm not saying you know oh spiritual means oh it will be heaven match made in heaven no it will still be you know troublesome even heaven also is full of trouble anyway so the thing is <laughs> the the bondage is so strong it's like more than dead not you know <clears throat> so these are the shackles and we will go to the other verse i think it's um 11 14 29 maybe 
no 30 yeah clay show no not shoko clay show 11:14:30 na tathasya bhavet klesho bandhaschanya prasangatah yoshit sangad yathapumso yathatat sange sangatah only the word replaced is klesho instead of moho of all kinds of suffering and bondage arising from various attachments none is greater than the suffering and bondage arising from attachment to women and intimate contact with those attached to women even to associate with a a man who is a plaything in the hands of a woman that is also as bad as associating with women excessive attachment with women and um, yeah this is so these are some of the verses that signify these things going back now going back here strongest shackle is a female of course in actuality we are neither male nor female for these designations refer only to out, the out, outer dress the body we are all actually krishna's servants but in conditioned life we are shackled by iron chains in the form of beautiful women thus every male is bound by sex and therefore one who wishes to gain liberation from the clutch material clutches must first learn to control the sex urge <coughs> another verse we will go and come back here how even the most powerful men are become powerless when it comes to sex tenth canto 51st chapter 51st verse nirjitya dikchakram abhuta vigraho varasanasthah samarajavanditah गृहेशु मैथुन्या सुखेशु योषिता क्रीडा मृग पुषनीयते हेविंग कॉन्क्यूर् दि एंटायर सर्कल ऑफ डैरेक्शन एंड बीइंग दस फ्री ऑफ कॉन्फ्लिक्ट अ मैन सिट्स ऑन अ स्प्लेंडेड थ्रोन रिसीविंग प्रेज फ्रॉम लीडर्स हु वर वंस हिज इक्वल्स बट वेन ही एंटर्स द वुमेन्स चेम्बर्स वेर सेक्स प्लेजर इज फाउंड ही इज लेड अबाउट लाइक अ पेट एनिमल ओ लॉर्ड सी even the greatest kings they also come under this that's why the the power of the woman is very very she is very powerful she can conquer even the greatest conqueror unrestricted sex puts one fully in the clutches of illusion lord chaitanya mahaprabhu officially renounced this illusion at the age of 24 that means he took sanyas uh, at the age of 24 he renounced this illusion of sex at the age of 24 although his wife was 16 and his mother 70 and he was the only male in the family now sometimes people criticize the devotees who have joined the krishna consciousness movement and they say oh you are not being responsible to your family for higher causes sometimes sacrifices have to be done just like um recently there was a standoff between india and china at the border now um in that clash about 20 indian soldiers died now most of them are all young people and they had families so why they are so much glorified the whole india was like glorifying them oh you have fought for the country such a great sacrifice and even the wives of of such um warriors are honored 
because they have you know they have accepted such brave people as their husbands who have become martyrs for the country so similarly for the country's sake so what it means is for the country's sake the family was sacrificed by that soldier so therefore the soldier is glorified because he has sacrificed his family happiness for the country's happiness and the devotee sacrifices the family's happiness and even the country's happiness everything for krishna's happiness and thereby for the happiness of the entire world so that sacrifice is to be lauded not criticized but people don't understand this higher purpose they will gladly uh, honor a soldier who has died for the country but a person you know bhutva deena ganesha kau karunaya kau bina kanthasritao the six goswamis they left their opulent positions and given up everything you know uh, family life everything just to show mercy to the fallen people by writing literature devotional literature and preaching krishna consciousness constructing temples excavating holy places of pilgrimage in vrindavan so they have done so much work uh, but usually this is not understood this is always um referred to as escapism or oh, you are escaping from responsibilities no our movement is not to escape from responsibilities and then eat and sleep nicely without any responsible no that is that is nonsense that is of course nonsense but ours is not that ours is to take up far more responsibility than the ordinary family members or even the country leaders everything put together because the de- devotee considers the entire world as his family because krishna says sarvayonishu kaunteya aham bija pradah pita he says i am the father in the 14th chapter of bhagavad gita fourth verse he says i am the father of all species of life so he works not only for the human beings or humanity but also for all species for all time so that is the welfare activity of the devotee so it is not cheap thing it's a very very great sacrifice but people don't understand and devotees get criticized but they tolerate it so chaitanya mahaprabhu officially renounced this illusion at the age of 24 although his wife was 16 and his mother 70 and he was the only male in the family nobody else no other man but still he left you may say oh how come you know there has to be some kind of you know you know uh, surety that has to be you know placed so that the two women are given shelter yeah they were taken care of you know it's not that not that he particularly made an arrangement for them to take, be taken care of but you know the society understood and then they took care of them main thing is he gave up his life for, as a sanyas and he preached krishna consciousness <clears throat> so this is never to be criticized if anybody criticizes he doesn't really understand spiritual life although he was a brahmana and was not rich he took sanyas the renounced order of life and thus extricated himself from family entanglement chaitanya mahaprabhu at the age of 24 if we wish to become fully krishna conscious we have to give up the shackles of maya if we remain with maya we should live in such a way that we will not be subject to illusion as did the many householders among lord chaitanya's closest devotees so if at all one is in grahastha ashram then he should live in such a way that he will not be touched by the illusion that means he should always be associating with uh, devotees especially renounce renounce devotees because then the spirit of renunciation develops and once family actually will have some sanity if they associate with renounced devotees 
because actually if you don't if they don't associate with renounced devotees they just get very you know caught up with this family consciousness and even though devotees but still the family attachment is so overbearing that it eclipses the devotional um, inclination so therefore they must be constantly reminded that they are actually souls not as bodies these are all temporary relationships so you know whatever is ordained by the lord it will happen so we have to just move on so that is actually that will keep the grahasthas sane otherwise they'll become insane <clears throat> with his followers in the renounced order however lord chaitanya was very strict he even banished junior haridas chota haridas an important kirtan leader for glancing lustfully at a woman he was a sanyasi he just saw looked at looked at a woman only just for a fraction of a second and that's it the lord banished him he did not do anything physically he just looked that's it finished the lord did not want to see him again the lord told him you are living with me in the renounced order and yet you are looking at a woman with lust other devotees of the lord had appealed to him to forgive haridas but he replied all of you can forgive him and live with him i shall live alone on the other hand when the lord learned that the wife of one of his household devotees was pregnant he asked that the baby be given a certain auspicious name so while the lord approved of householders having regulated sex he was like a thunderbolt with those in the renounced order who tried to cheat by the method known as drinking water under water while bathing on a fast day <laughs> do you understand this there must be a bengali or a sanskrit version of this if any of you can find this please post it in the comments it's a very interesting um, <laughs> um <clears throat> what to say uh proverb or i don't know idiom or what i don't know what is called drinking water under water while bathing on a fast day so usually the the custom is to bathe in the river so suppose somebody is suppose if i'm fasting on a If fasting on a particular day then i go to the river to take a bath and i submerge myself i mean one down under the water just drink some water and then say that oh you know what some water went into my mouth you know uh, you know just faking it actually i want to drink water but i do it under the garb of as if i'm bathing and then the water went inside huh? so drinking water under water while bathing on a fast day <laughs> in other words he tolerated no hypocrisy among his followers from the chaitanya charitamrita so this is his character you see first is chaitanya then charita then amrita charita means his character so chaitanya means the conscious the supreme conscious living being chaitanya mahaprabhu is a supreme conscious living being that means krishna himself the nityo nityanam chaitanas chaitananam the singular nitya and chaitanya so next his charita his character what he Uh, exemplified in his character he exemplified um, devotion and utmost strictness in you know in his character and that is what is being explained here from the chaitanya charitamrita we learn how lord chaitanya taught people to break the shackles of maya and become immortal thus as mentioned above the title may be properly translated as the character of the living force in immortality the supreme living force is the supreme personality of godhead he is also the supreme entity 
there are innumerable living entities and all of them are individuals this is very easy to understand we are all individual in our thoughts and desires and the supreme lord is also an individual person he is different though in that he is the leader the one whom no one can excel natat samascha abhyadikascha drishyate there is no one who is equal who is his equal or there is no one who is his superior among the minute living entities one being can excel another in one capacity or another like each of these living entities the lord is an individual but he is different in that he is a supreme individual god is also infallible and thus in the bhagavad gita he is addressed as achyuta senayor ubhayor madhye ratham sthapayam achyuta which means he who never falls down this name is appropriate because in the bhagavad gita achyuta falls sorry arjuna falls <laughs> this name is appropriate because in the bhagavad gita arjuna falls into illusion but krishna does not hmm. krishna himself reveals his infallibility when he says to arjuna when i appear in this world i do so by my own internal potency yogamaya not under the mahamaya which is this durga material energy so i am not bewildered like everybody else i am not forgetful like everybody else i remember all the previous births of mine and also of everybody else but they the rest of them none of you even know i mean none of us none of us know our past life nor do we know properly our present life we have a little idea and we have no idea of our future life but he knows everything <clears throat> when i appeared in this world i do so by my internal potency 4 6 ajopisan avyayatma bhutanam ishvaropisan prakritim swam adhishthaya sambhavami atmamayaya that is the 4.6 thus we should not think that krishna is overpowered by the material potency when he is in the material world neither krishna nor his incarnations ever come under the control of material nature they are totally free indeed in the shrimad bhagavatam one who has a godly nature is actually defined as one who is not affected by the modes of material nature although in material nature where is the verse what is the verse in the shrimad bhagavatam one has a one who has a godly nature is actually defined as one who is not affected by the modes of material nature although in material nature where is this verse shrimad bhagavatam Canto one, chapter eleven, text thirty-eight. Etad ishanam ishasya prakritisthopitad gunaihi nayujjate sadatmasthair yathabuddhis tadashrayam. This is the divinity of the personality of Godhead. He is not affected by the qualities of material nature, even though he is in contact with them. Similarly, the devotees who have taken shelter of the Lord. do not become influenced by the material qualities then we have another verse which is 32726 evam vidita tatvasya prakritir maimanasam yunjato napakuruta atmaramasya karihichit the influence of material nature cannot harm an enlightened soul even though he engages in material activities because he knows the truth of the absolute and his mind is fixed on the supreme personality of godhead another verse 
Lord Hari, however, has no connection with the material modes. He is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the all-seeing eternal witness, who is transcendental to material nature. One who worships him becomes similarly free from the material modes. See that? So, in the many places in the Bhagavatam like that, um, and also this other verse we will see. Let's 11th canto, 2nd chapter, 50th verse. Nakama karma bijanam yasya chetasi sambhavaha vasudevaikanilayaha savai bhagavatottamaha. One who has taken exclusive shelter of the Supreme Lord Vasudeva becomes free from fruitive activities which are based on material lust. In fact, one who has taken shelter of the lotus feet of the Lord is freed from even the desire to enjoy material sense gratification. Unless one is above the three modes, one cannot be free from the tendency for sense gratification. So plans for enjoying sex life, social prestige and money cannot develop within his mind. Thus he is considered Bhagavatottama, a pure devotee of the Lord on the highest platform. So these are some of the verses. Hmm? that signify that in the Srimad Bhagavatam one who has a godly nature is actually defined as one who is not affected by the modes of material nature although in material nature if even a devotee can attain this freedom then what to speak of the Supreme Lord this is the point <laughs> if even the devotee who takes shelter of the Supreme Lord rises above the three modes by the strength of the shelter of the Supreme Lord that means how can the Supreme Lord himself be under the control of the three modes this is foolish Therefore, Mayavadi philosophy breaks. Every time it, it is broken by Vaishnavas. It doesn't hold water. <clears throat> the real question is, how can we remain unpolluted by material contamination while in the material world? Srila Rupa Goswami explains that we can remain uncontaminated while in the world if we simply make it our ambition to serve Krishna. So this is how to remain. It's a very simple answer. Huh? If we make it our ambition to serve Krishna, then we can remain uncontaminated. One may then justifiably ask, how can I serve? It is not simply a matter of meditation, which is just an activity of the mind, but of performing practical work for Krishna. In such work, we should leave no resource unused. Anasakta savishayan yatharham upayunjataha nirbandha krishna sambandhe yuktam vairagya muchate prapanchakataya buddhya harisambandhi vastunaha mumukshubhi parityago vairagyam phalgukathyate <coughs> So In order to remain unattached to this material world one must lose the sense of proprietorship to everything in this material world but one must understand that the real proprietor is Krishna and therefore one must use no and one must leave no resource unused in the service of Krishna because they all belong to him whatever is there whatever we have should be used for Krishna we can use everything typewriters automobiles airplanes missiles <laughs> missiles in the service of Krishna imagine that if we simply speak to people about Krishna consciousness, we are also rendering service. 
if our mind senses speech money and energies are thus engaged in the service of krishna then we are no longer in the material nature by virtue of spiritual consciousness or krishna consciousness we transcend the platform of material nature it is a fact that krishna his expansions and his devotees that is those who work for him are not in material nature although people with a poor fund of knowledge think that they are the devotees are actually not in the material nature because they are always glorifying the lord and glorifying the lord is the symptom of the spiritual nature the spiritual world everybody is glorifying the lord there the material nature means where the lord is forgotten forgetfulness of the lord manifests this material world but once one is um remembering the lord then he's back in the spiritual world he's already reinstated into the spiritual world that's why a devotee is not very much uh, anxious of going back to the spiritual world because he's already in the spiritual world just by remembering the lord there's no difference between remembering him and seeing him or talking with him or chanting his name so by they take advantage of the omnipotence of the lord and by associating with him through the, his holy name his pastimes he remembering his pastimes and all that and engaging in his service they already are with the lord <clears throat> so therefore they are not in the material world but ordinary people think that they are that's why we should never consider a spiritual master who is a who is a self realized soul who is krishna's very intimate servant to be an ordinary person that's a very big offense because he is not part of this material world he is not an ordinary mortal like us he is with krishna the chaitanya charitamrita teaches that the spirit soul is immortal and that our activities in the spiritual world are also immortal the mayavadis who hold the view that the absolute is impersonal and formless contend that a realized soul has no need to talk talking is all done when we are in the material world so a realized person no need to talk finished all talking will be stopped but the vaishnavas devotees of krishna contend that when one reaches the stage of realization he really begins to talk previously we only talked of nonsense the vaishnava says now let us begin our real talks talks of krishna <laughs> actually as a fact there's a verse to 5 13 of shrimad bhagavatam vilajjamana yayasya sthatum ikshapathe muya vimohita vikathante mamaham iti durdhiyah the illusory energy of the lord cannot take precedence being ashamed of her position but those who are bewildered by her always talk nonsense being absorbed in thoughts of it is i and it is mine so we are talking nonsense here so material life means to talk nonsense but they think mayavadis think material life means where there is talking and spiritual life means where there is no more talk finish become dumb that's why they are dumb people they are actually dumb because they cannot understand <laughs> the spiritual significance see this material condition is a diseased condition suppose somebody has having some mental disease or some disorder or even fever or something they speak in a delirious way or they speak they cannot speak as much as they don't have much energy to speak they speak something they get irritated they will you know they will not talk in their usual way but when the person is healthy if the disease is gone now now he should be really talking 
सेंस राइट बट दे थिंक ओ टॉकिंग यू नो टॉकिंग नॉन सेंस ओके ओके स्टॉप टॉकिंग यू मेक डम यू नो सो दैट दैट इज कंप्लीट रबिश सो वैष्णव वैष्णव डोंट टॉक नॉन सेंस लाइक दिस सो इनफैक्ट बाई सेंग दैट स्पिरिचुअल लाइफ इज नो टॉक दैट मीन्स इवन बाई सेंग दैट दे आर टॉकिंग नॉन सेंस स्टिल द नॉन सेंस टॉकिंग हेज नॉट स्टॉप्ड दे से ओ रियलाइज पर्सन कैन शुड नॉट टॉक शुड नॉट टॉक बट दे स्टिल दे आर सो हिपोक्रेट्स दैट दे स्टिल राइट बुक्स कॉमेंट्रीज ऑन भगवद गीता अरे इफ यू शुड नॉट टॉक दैन डोंट टॉक ना वाई यू मिसलीड अदर्स बाई टॉकिंग नॉन सेंस दे से यू शुड नॉट टॉक बट दैन दे विल टॉक दे विल स्पीक ऑन भगवद गीता दे विल राइट अ बिग बिग कॉमेंट्री ऑन इट एंड यू नो टॉक नॉन सेंस सो फॉर सच पीपल डोंट टॉक इज इज अ गुड एडवाइस फॉर दोज हु आर committed to speaking nonsense but for those who are uh, actually wanting to talk for them they should talk vaishnavas always talk they go on talking about krishna see by the vaishnavas devotees of krishna contend that when one reaches the stage of realization he really begins to talk previously we only talked of nonsense vaishnava says now let us begin our real talks talks of krishna in support of their view that the self realized remain silent the mayavadis are fond of using the example of the water pot maintaining that when a pot is not filled with water it makes a sound but that when it is filled it makes no sound but are we water pots how can we be compared to them a good analogy utilize sorry a good analogy utilizes as many similarities between two objects as possible a water pot is not an active living force but we are ever silent meditation may be adequate for a water pot but not for us indeed when a devotee realizes how much he has um, indeed when a devotee realizes how much he has to say about krishna 24 hours in a day are not sufficient <laughs> sometimes our long classes are criticized and here it is said indeed when a devotee realizes how much he has to say about krishna 24 hours in a day are not sufficient it is the fool who is celebrated as long as he does not speak for when he breaks his silence his lack of knowledge is exposed the chaitanya charitamrita shows that there are many wonderful things to discover by glorifying the supreme chaitanya charita means glorifying the supreme there is another meaning In the beginning of the Chaitanya Charitamrita Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami writes I offer my respects to my spiritual masters He uses the plural here to indicate the disciplic succession In fact I don't know if you have noticed you should notice but many times devotees don't notice This word you know when we chant the Mangala Charan hmm which which and shri gurun what is this gurun means what plural gurus vandeham shri guroh guroh means of my guru shri yutapada kamalam huh? the two lotus feet shri gurun vaishnavamscha and my obeisances to all my other gurus so who is this what is this why again guroh and gurun so there is one initiating spiritual master and many 
instructing spiritual master and the predecessor acharyas so they are all referred to as gurun hmm. so there is a he uses the plural here to indicate the disciplic succession he offers obeisances not to his spiritual master alone but to the whole parampara the chain of disciplic succession beginning with lord krishna himself thus the author addresses the guru in the plural to show the highest respect for all his predecessor spiritual masters after offering obeisances to the disciplic succession the author pays obeisances to other devotees all other devotees to the lord himself to his incarnations to the expansions of godhead and to the manifestation of krishna's internal energy now in case you don't know what he's talking about here in the adalila if you see the first chapter the spiritual masters he is actually offering all his obeisances to the spiritual masters the the diksha guru and the shiksha gurus everybody and of course the original guru is krishna himself so he is offering his obeisances to the spiritual masters and that why that's why every time we before we start reading we always offer our respects to the spiritual master and the spiritual masters the, the parampara system and also krishna radharani and the vaishnavas in general and our own spiritual master and the panchatatva and finally the hari krishna mahamantra and then we start after offering obeisances to the disciplic succession the author pays obeisances to all of the devotees to the lord himself to the incarnations to expansions of godhead and the manifestation of krishna's internal energy Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu sometimes called Krishna Chaitanya is the embodiment of all of these he is god guru devotee incarnation internal energy and expansion of god 6 god guru devotee incarnation internal energy and expansion of god six features as his associate nityananda he is the first expansion of god as advaita he is an incarnation as gadadhar he is the internal potency and as shrivas he is the marginal living entity in the role of a devotee you see i don't know if you understand what is being explained here the first expansion of krishna the first expansion of god is nityananda the means krishna has many expansions and incarnations in the spiritual world he is known as expansions when he comes to the material world he is called avatar or incarnation so that expansion krishna's first expansion is balaram and from balaram there is chaturvyuha then there is the means vasudev sankarshan pratyumna niruddha then from that sankarshan there is adi narayana the narayana presides over all the vaikuntha planets in different forms then from that uh, uh, narayana there are again second chaturvyuha second quadruple expansion from that quadruple expansion and from the sankarshan comes mahavishnu in the material world so he descends into the, so when he descends he is called an avatar or incarnation now when he is in the spiritual world he is called an expansion and when in the um in the material world he is called an incarnation so the first expansion of god is nityananda balaram balaram hoilo nitai as advaita he is an incarnation advaita acharya is actually mahavishnu and also sometimes sadashiva who is represented in this material world as a guna avatar uh, of uh, tamoguna <coughs> mode of ignorance and also mahavishnu mahavishnu is the first purusha avatar first incarnation in the material world mahavishnu 
So Advaitacharya is actually Mahavishnu. So therefore, uh, he is an incarnation. Then, um, as Advaita, he is an incarnation. As Gadadhar, he is the internal potency. Who is the internal potency? Radharani. So actually, Gadadhar Pandit is a is an incarnation of Radharani. Although Radha and Krishna combined to become Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, at the same time, Radharani is separately also manifested as Gadadhar. They can expand millions of ways, just like Krishna can expand. Advaitam achyutam anadi manantarupam Advaitam, he is one without a second, no competitor, but he is anantarupam, equal in power. He can expand into millions of forms. Similarly, his pleasure potency also can do that. So Radharani can be, you know, um, Krishna and Radha combined as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and at the same time Radharani is separate also as Gadadhar Pandit. And as Srivas, he is the marginal living entity in the role of a devotee. So this is called the Panchatattva. The Panchatattva. The five truths. So uh, Srivas is representing the body of devotees headed by Narad Muni. Actually he is incarnation of Narad Muni. So he is the devotee. <coughs> so God, Guru, Devotee, Incarnation, Internal Energy and Expansion of God. <clears throat> Thus, Krishna should not be thought of as being alone, but should be considered as eternally existing with all his manifestations as described by Ramanujacharya. In the Vishishtadvaita philosophy, God's energies, expansions and incarnations are considered to be oneness in diversity. In other words, God is not separate from all of these. Everything together is God. At the same time, everything is not God. God is everything, but everything is not God. So this is Achinta Bheda Bheda Tattva. The way Chaitanya Mahaprabhu describes is Achinta Bheda Bheda Tattva. Inconceivable oneness and difference. Now, actually the Chaitanya Charitamrita is not intended for the novice. This is for, not for the beginners actually. For it is the postgraduate study of spiritual knowledge. You know? Bhagavad Gita is the basics and um, Bhagavatam is like the graduate study degree and Chaitanya Charitamrita is a postgraduate study of spiritual knowledge. It's even higher than the Bhagavatam. Ideally, one begins with the Bhagavad Gita and advances through Srimad Bhagavatam to the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Although all these great scriptures are on the same absolute level, for the sake of comparative study, the Chaitanya Charitamrita is considered to be on the highest platform. Every verse in it is perfectly composed. Bhagavatam is already a perfect scripture. <laughs> this Chaitanya Charitamrita is just taking it to another level. In the second verse of the Chaitanya Charitamrita, the author offers his obeisances to Lord Chaitanya and Lord Nityananda. He compares them to the sun and the moon because they dissipate the darkness of the material world. In this instance, the sun and the moon have risen together. We will go to the second verse. What is the second verse? Vande Shri Krishna Chaitanya Nityanandao Sahoditao Gaudodaye Pushpavantao Chitraushandao Tamonudao I offer my respectful obeisances unto Sri Krishna Chaitanya and Lord Nityananda, who are like the sun and moon. They have risen simultaneously on the horizon of Gauda to dissipate the darkness of ignorance and thus wonderfully bestow benediction upon all. 
In the Western world, where the glories of Lord Chaitanya are relatively unknown, one may inquire, who is Krishna Chaitanya? The author of Chaitanya Charitamrita, Srila Krishnadas Kaviraj, answers that question in the third verse of this book. Generally, in the Upanishads, the Supreme Absolute Truth is described in an impersonal way, but the personal aspect of the Absolute Truth is mentioned in the Isha Upanishad, where we find the following verse. Hiranmayena patrena satyasyapi hitam mukham tatvam poshanna pavranu satyadharma yadrishtaye. This is 15th verse of Isha Upanishad. O my Lord, sustainer of all that lives, your real face is covered by your dazzling effulgence. Kindly remove that covering and exhibit yourself to your pure devotee. The impersonalists do not have the power to go beyond the effulgence of God and arrive at the personality of Godhead from whom this effulgence is emanating. The Ishopanishad is a hymn to that personality of Godhead. It is not that the impersonal Brahman is denied. It is also described, but that Brahman is revealed to be the glaring effulgence of the body of Lord Krishna. Therefore, the Vaishnavas do not deny the impersonal Brahman. They do not. They understand that there is the impersonal Brahman. Brahma Jyoti is a fact, but it is not the ultimate fact. Uh, it is resting on uh, what is that? Brahmano, Brahma, Brahmano Pratishtaham. Amritasya Vyasya Cha Brahmano Hi Pratishtaham. So he, Krishna is the source of the impersonal Brahma Jyoti. Uh. <coughs> so the third verse here it is said that the third verse. Who is Krishna Chaitanya? So Krishna Das Kaviraj answers that question in the third verse of this book. Just let's go to the third verse. Yadadvaitam Brahmopanishadita dapyasya tanubham Ya Atmantaryami Purusha Iti Sosyamsha Vibhava Shadaishvaryaihi Purnoya Iha Bhagavansa Svayamayam Nachaitanyat Krishna Jagati Paratatvam Paramiha What the Upanishads describe as the impersonal Brahman is but the effulgence of his body and the Lord, known as the super, super Soul, is but His localized plenary portion. Lord Chaitanya, Lord Chaitanya is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna Himself, full with six opulences. He is the Absolute Truth and no other truth is greater than or equal to Him. So that is being explained here by Prabhupada also. Ishopanishad is a hymn to that personality of Godhead. So, it is also described, uh, Brahman is not that the impersonal Brahman is denied, it is also described, but that Brahman is revealed to be the glaring of fallen the body of the Lord. And in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, we learn that Lord Chaitanya is Krishna himself. In other words, <clears throat> the Sri Krishna Chaitanya is the basis of the impersonal Brahman. The Paramatma or Super Soul who is present within the heart of every living entity and within every atom of the universe is but the partial representation of Lord Chaitanya. 
therefore shri krishna chaitanya being the basis of both brahman and all pervading paramatma as well is the supreme personality of godhead as such he is full in six opulences wealth fame strength beauty knowledge and renunciation shadaishwaryai purna means he is full in six opulences in short we should know that he is krishna god and that nothing is equal to or greater than him there is nothing superior to be conceived he is the supreme person srila rupa goswami a confidential devotee taught for more than 10 days continually by lord chaitanya wrote namo mahavadanyaya krishna prema pradayate krishnaya krishna chaitanya namne gauratvishe namaha this is the mantra used for offering also so this is actually a prayer composed by rupa goswami in glorification of chaitanya mahaprabhu i offer my respectful obeisances unto the supreme lord shri krishna chaitanya who is more magnanimous than any other avatar even krishna himself because he is bestowing freely what no one else has ever given pure love of krishna lord chaitanya's teachings begin from the point of surrender to krishna he does not pursue the paths of karma yoga or gyana yoga or hatha yoga but begins at the end of material existence this is important point to be noted chaitanya mahaprabhu's teachings begin from the point from the end point of material existence at the point where one gives up all material attachment in the bhagavad gita krishna begins his teachings by distinguishing the soul from matter and in the 18th chapter he concludes at the point where the soul surrenders to him in devotion the mayavadis would would have all talk sees there but at that point the real discussion only begins <laughs> so krishna <clears throat> the bhagavad gita took us from the point of absolute ignorance of thinking ourselves to be the body all the way to complete surrender unto his lotus feet and which is aham tvam sarvapa sarvapapebhyo mokshayishyam so i'll give you moksha krishna says and the impersonalist thinks that, okay that is the end okay that is moksha and that is the end of all talk but here it is said but at that point the real discussion only begins now that you have understood what you are not now let us talk about what you are and what you what you have to do then now is the real real domain of activities of all living entities as the vedanta sutra says at the very beginning athato brahma jignasa now let us begin to inquire about the supreme absolute truth rupa goswami thus praises lord chaitanya as the most munificent incarnation of all for he gives the greatest gift by teaching the highest form of devotional service in other words he answers the most important inquiries that anyone can make there are different stages of devotional service and god realization strictly speaking anyone who accepts the existence of god is situated in devotional service anyone who accepts the existence of god is situated in devotional service to acknowledge that god is great is something but not much lord chaitanya preaching as an acharya a great teacher taught that we can enter into a relationship with god just saying god is great is not enough we have to enter into a relationship with god and actually become god's friend parent or lover in the bhagavad gita krishna showed arjuna his universal form because arjuna was his very dear friend upon seeing krishna as the lord of the universes however arjuna asked krishna to forgive the familiarity of his friendship lord chaitanya goes beyond this point 
through Lord Chaitanya, we can become friends with Krishna and there will be no limit to this friendship. We can become friends of Krishna not in awe or adoration but in complete freedom. Friendship with awe and veneration is limited in its expression because there are there is distance, there is you know distance of separation. Because you know, oh God is so great, you know, you know, I have to there's some distance. But Lord Chaitanya goes beyond this point. Through Lord Chaitanya, we can become friends with Krishna and there will be no limit to this friendship. We can become friends of Krishna not in awe and adoration but in complete freedom like the cowherd boys. Complete freedom. They used to even mock at Krishna. They used to fight with Krishna and defeat him in that fight. Like that. Complete freedom. No, no distance. Very intimate. We can become friends of Krishna. Uh, oh, we have done that. Okay, we can even relate to God as his father or mother. This is the philosophy not only of the Chaitanya Charitamrita but of Srimad Bhagavatam as well. See? There are no other scriptures in the world in which God is treated as the son of a devotee. Very important point. Where in the world will you find a scripture which will glorify God as a son of a devotee? No. Usually he is treated as the supreme father and the almighty. That is usually the case. But here only in the Bhagavatam and in the Chaitanya Charitamrita will we find that God also can be served as a son. That means the devotee can become a parent of God um, or even lover or a friend on an equal level. Usually God is seen as the Almighty Father who supplies the demands of his sons. The great devotees however sometimes treat God as a son in their execution of devotional service. The son demands and the father and mother supply. And in supplying Krishna, the devotee becomes like a father and mother or mother. Instead of taking from God, we give to God. So this is the thing. If, if we take God as our father, usually we ask from father. Oh, I want this, I want that. Like the child asks from the father. But our position is more mature. Uh, the child demands. So Krishna demands and we fulfill his demands. So we are a servant. So, in fact, the love with which the parents of the child is very, very strong. So, it is service, but with imbued with an increased sense of love. That's <clears throat> why so we will read the, the sentence again. The son demands and the father and mother supply. And in supplying Krishna, the devotee becomes like a father or mother. Instead of taking from God, we give to God. It was in this relationship that Krishna's mother, Yashoda, told the Lord, here, eat this or you will die. Eat nicely. <laughs> eat this or you will die. <laughs> In this way, Krishna, although the proprietor of everything, depends on the mercy of his devotee. This is uniquely high level of friendship in which the devotee actually believes himself to be the father or mother of Krishna. However, Lord Chaitanya's greatest gift was his teaching that Krishna can be treated as one's lover. In this relationship, the Lord becomes so much attached to his devotee that he expresses his inability to reciprocate. Krishna was so obliged to the gopis, the cowherd girls of Vrindavan, that he felt unable to return their love. I cannot repay your love, he told them. I have no more assets to give. This is why the Madhuraras is highest. Krishna said, I, 
यूजली ही सेज ये यथा माम प्रपद्यंते ताम स्थथैव भजाम्य हम राइट भगवदगीता फोर डॉट इलेवन यू सी एज ऑल सरेंडर एंड टू मी आई रिवॉर्ड दैम अकॉर्डिंगली एवरी वन फॉलोज माई पाथ इन ऑल रेस्पेक्ट प्रथा सो ही रिवॉर्ड दैम अकॉर्डिंगली एज ए सरेंडर बट यू सी वॉट ही सेज हियर टू द गोपीज Ten thirty-two twenty-two is a very very beautiful verse. Krishna himself speaks to the gopis. Na parayeham niravadya samyujam svasadhu krityam vibudhayu shapivah yama bhajandur jargeha shrinkala samvrishchatadvah pratiyatu sadhuna. I am not able to repay my debt <laughs> for your spotless service, even within a lifetime of Brahma. Krishna is saying, even if I have a lifetime of Brahma, I cannot. I am not able to repay the debt that I owe you for your service or for your love that you have shown me. Your connection with me is beyond reproach. You have worshipped me, cutting off all domestic ties, which are difficult to break. therefore please let your own glorious deeds be your compensation when krishna boldly declared in bhagavad gita that i will reward my devotees accordingly here he became incapable of such reward incapable of rewarding the gopis that much the gopis have bound krishna by love and that much they made him um a debtor he could not repay his bold claim was nullified by the gopis hmm. that's why um devotional service is more powerful than krishna himself by devotional service krishna himself becomes uh, a debtor and that highest truth is exhibited or is taught by lord chaitanya so krishna was so obliged to the gopis the cowherd girls girls of vrindavan that he felt unable to return their love i cannot repay your love he told them i have no more assets to give devotional service on this highest most excellent platform of lover and beloved which had never been given by any previous incarnation or acharya was given by chaitanya mahaprabhu therefore krishnadas kaviraj quoting shrila rupa goswami writes in the fourth verse of his book Lord Chaitanya is Krishna in a yellow complexion. He is Sachinandana, the son of Mother Sachi. He is the most charitable personality because he came to deliver Krishna prema, unalloyed love for Krishna to everyone. May you always keep him in your hearts. It will be easy to understand Krishna through him. So this is the fourth verse. Let's look at the fourth verse. अनर्पितचरी चेरा करुणयावतीर्ण कलौ समर्पयुन्न तो ज्वलरसा स्वभक्तिश्रिय 
हरिपुरट सुंदर द्युति कदंब संदीपिता सदा हृदय कंदरे स्फुरत वह साची नंदना May the supreme lord who is known as the son of Shrimati Sachi Devi be transcendently situated in the innermost chambers of your heart resplendent with the radiant radiance of molten gold he has appeared in the age of kali by his causeless mercy to bestow what no incarnation has ever offered before the most sublime and radiant mellow of devotional service the mellow of conjugal love We have often heard the phrase love of godhead how far this love of godhead can actually be developed can be learned from the vaishnava philosophy theoretical knowledge of love of god can be found in many places and in many scriptures but what that love of godhead actually is and how it is developed can be found in the vaishnava literatures it is the unique and highest development of love of god that is given by chaitanya mahaprabhu even in this material world we can have a little sense of love how is this possible it is due to the presence of our original love of god in this world whatever goes by the name of love is possible because of our original love for god it is um presented in a very very twisted manner in the form of lust so whatever we find within our experience one second mm. whatever we find within our experience within this conditioned life is situated in the supreme lord who is the ultimate source of everything in our original relationship with the supreme lord there is real love and that love is reflected pervertedly through material conditions our real love is continuous and unending but because that love is reflected pervertedly in this material world it lacks continuity and is inebriating so the lust the lust that we that we know in this world is a reflection of the original love of krishna but because it is reflected pervertedly it is very just like moon it is fixed in the sky but in the you know wavy waters of the lake the moon appears to be wavy or shaking not permanent not not having a fixed form so but actually it has fixed form in the original you know uh, reality in the sky but in the water in the so in the surface of the water the reflection is all um distorted so similarly the original love which is pure and fixed and which is full like the radiant moon is you know um distorted in this material world and that is called perverted um, reflection and that is lust <clears throat> our real love is continuous and unending but because that love is reflected pervertedly in this material world it lacks continuity and is inebriating if we want real transcendental love we have to transfer our love to the supreme lovable object krishna the supreme personality of godhead this is the basic principle of krishna consciousness in material consciousness we are trying to love that which is not at all lovable <laughs> we give our love to cats and dogs running the risk that at the time of death we may think of them and consequently take birth in a family of cats or dogs our consciousness at the time of death determines our next life that is one reason why the vedic scriptures stress the chastity of women why if a woman is very much attached to her husband at the time of death she will think of him and in next life she will be promoted to a man's body a man's body is considered higher than a woman's body so if a woman is attached to a man her husband it is uh, it is glorified 
because she will be she will elevate herself the next body will be a man but if a man goes to a woman body it is considered degradation so that's why a man especially must not be attached to the woman see either way attachment is bad because <laughs> higher or lower is still in the material world but the man's birth is considered higher in the sense that they can do spiritual activities more um in a concentrated manner <clears throat> if a woman is very much attached to her husband at the time of death she will think of him and in the next life she will become promoted to a man's body generally a man's life is better than a woman's because a man usually has better facilities for understanding the spiritual science but krishna consciousness is so nice that it makes no distinction between man and woman in the bhagavad gita 9.32 lord krishna says anyone who takes shelter of me whether a woman shudra vaishya or anyone else of low birth is sure to achieve my association this is krishna's guarantee see 9.32 मां हि पार्थव्यपाश्रित्य येपि स्युः पापयो नयः स्त्रियो वैश्यास्तथा शूद्रास् तेपि यान्ति परां गतिं ओ सन ऑफ प्रथा दोस हु टेक शेल्टर इन मी दो दे बी ऑफ लोअर बर्थ वुमेन वैश्यास एंड शूद्रास कैन अटेन द सुप्रीम डेस्टिनेशन एनीबॉडी दिस इज कृष्णस गारंटी चैतन्य महाप्रभु इन्फॉर्म्स अस दैट इन एवरी कंट्री एंड इन एवरी स्क्रिप्चर there is some hint of love of god but no one knows what love of god actually is sorry love of god head but no one knows what love of god head actually is the vedic scriptures however are different in that they can direct the individual in the proper way to love god other scriptures do not give information on how one can love god nor do they actually define or describe what or who the god head actually is it's a very important point many scriptures are there in this world but there's no direct information about god so if you don't know god how how to love him just like a man and a woman a boy and a girl they have to know each other before they can love each other right so without knowing how to live in love how to love god when you don't know him the information about god is so less in many scriptures of this world but in our scriptures very very detailed very detailed uh, <clears throat> not to actually define or describe what or who the godhead actually is although they officially promote love of godhead they have no idea how to execute it but chaitanya mahaprabhu gives a practical demonstration of how to love god in a conjugal relationship taking the part of shrimati radharani chaitanya mahaprabhu tried to love krishna as radharani loved him krishna was always amazed by radharani's love how does radharani give me such pleasure he would ask in order to study radharani krishna lived in her role and tried to understand himself this is the secret of lord chaitanya's incarnation chaitanya mahaprabhu is krishna but he has taken the mood and role of radharani to show us how to love krishna thus the author writes in the fifth verse i offer my respectful obeisance unto the supreme lord who is absorbed in radharani's thoughts that is the fifth verse very beautiful verse राधा कृष्ण प्रणय विकृतिर्हलादिनी शक्तिरस्मा 
ಏಕಾತ್ಮಾನಾವಿಪುರಾ ದೇಹಭೇದಂ ಗತೌತೌ ಚೈತನ್ಯಾಖ್ಯಂ ಪ್ರಕಟಮಧುನಾ ತದ್ವಯಂ ಚೈಕ್ಯಮಾಕ್ತ ರಾಧಾಭಾವದ್ಯುತಿಸುವಲಿತ ನೌಮಿ ಕೃಷ್ಣಸ್ವರೂಪ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ವೆರಿ ಬ್ಯೂಟಿಫುಲ್ ವರ್ಸ್ ದ ಲವಿಂಗ್ ಅಫೇರ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಶ್ರೀ ರಾಧಾ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಆ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸೆಂಡೆಂಟಲ್ ಮ್ಯಾನಿಫೆಸ್ಟೇಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ಸ್ ಇಂಟರ್ನಲ್ ಪ್ಲೆಜರ್ ಪೋಟೆನ್ಸಿ ಆಲ್ದೋ ರಾಧಾ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಆರ್ ಒನ್ ಇನ್ ದೇರ್ ಐಡೆಂಟಿಟಿ ದೇ ಸೆಪರೇಟೆಡ್ ದಮ್ ಸೆಲ್ಸ್ ಇಟರ್ನಲಿ ನಾವು ದೀಸ್ ಟೂ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸೆಂಡೆಂಟಲ್ ಐಡೆಂಟಿಟೀಸ್ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಎಗೇನ್ ಯುನೈಟೆಡ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಫಾರ್ಮ್ ಆಫ್ ಶ್ರೀ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಐ ಬಾವ್ ಡೌನ್ ಟು ಹಿಮ್ ಹೂ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಮ್ಯಾನಿಫೆಸ್ಟೆಡ್ ಹಿಮ್ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ವಿತ್ ದ ಸೆಂಟಿಮೆಂಟ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಕಾಂಪ್ಲೆಕ್ಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ಶ್ರೀಮತಿ ರಾಧಾರಾಣಿ ಆಲ್ದೋ ಹೀಸ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹಿಮ್ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಸೊ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ಫಿಫ್ತ್ ವರ್ಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ಬ್ರಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಅಪ್ ದ ಕ್ವೆಶನ್ ಆಫ್ ಹೂ ಶ್ರೀಮತಿ ರಾಧಾರಾಣಿ ಇಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವಾಟ್ ರಾಧಾಕೃಷ್ಣ ಇಸ್ ಆ್ಯಕ್ಚುಲಿ ರಾಧಾಕೃಷ್ಣ ಇಸ್ ದ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಚೇಂಜ್ ಆಫ್ ಲವ್ ಬಟ್ ನಾಟ್ ಆರ್ಡಿನರಿ ಲವ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಇಮೆನ್ಸ್ ಪೋಟೆನ್ಸೀಸ್ ಆಫ್ ವಿಚ್ ತ್ರೀ ಆರ್ ಪ್ರಿನ್ಸಿಪಲ್ ದ ಇಂಟರ್ನಲ್ ದ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಟರ್ನಲ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದ ಮಾರ್ಜಿನಲ್ ಪೋಟೆನ್ಸೀಸ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಇಂಟರ್ನಲ್ ಪೋಟೆನ್ಸಿ ದೇರ್ ಆರ್ ತ್ರೀ ಡಿವಿಷನ್ಸ್ ಸಮ್ ವಿತ್ ಹ್ಲಾದಿನಿ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸಂಧಿನಿ ದ ಹ್ಲಾದಿನಿ ಪೋಟೆನ್ಸಿ ಇಸ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣಸ್ ಪ್ಲೆಷರ್ ಪೋಟೆನ್ಸಿ ಆಲ್ ಲಿವಿಂಗ್ ಎಂಟಿಟೀಸ್ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ದಿಸ್ ಪ್ಲೆಷರ್ ಸೀಕಿಂಗ್ ಪೋಟೆನ್ಸಿ ಫಾರ್ ಆಲ್ ಬೀಯಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ ಟ್ರೈಂಗ್ ಟು ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಪ್ಲೆಷರ್ ಆನಂದಮಯೋಭ್ಯಾಸಾತ್ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ವೆರಿ ನೇಚರ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಲಿವಿಂಗ್ ಎಂಟಿಟಿ ಆಟ್ ಪ್ರೆಸೆಂಟ್ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಟ್ರೈಂಗ್ ಟು ಎಂಜಾಯ್ ಅವರ್ ಪ್ಲೆಷರ್ ಪೋಟೆನ್ಸಿ ಬೈ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಬಾಡಿ ಇನ್ ದ ಮೆಟೀರಿಯಲ್ ಕಂಡೀಷನ್ ಬೈ ಬಾಡಿಲಿ ಕಾಂಟ್ಯಾಕ್ಟ್ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಅಟೆಂಪ್ಟಿಂಗ್ ಟು ಡಿರೈವ್ ಪ್ಲೆಷರ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಮೆಟೀರಿಯಲ್ ಸೆನ್ಸ್ ಆಬ್ಜೆಕ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಬಟ್ ವಿ ಶುಡ್ ನಾಟ್ ಎಂಟರ್ಟೈನ್ ದ ನಾನ್ಸೆನ್ಸಿಕಲ್ ಐಡಿಯಾ ದಟ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹೂ ಇಸ್ ಆಲ್ಸ್ ಸ್ಪಿರಿಚುವಲ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಟ್ರೈಸ್ ಟು ಸೀಕ್ ಪ್ಲೆಷರ್ ಆನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಮೆಟೀರಿಯಲ್ ಪ್ಲೇನ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಭಗವದ್ಗೀತಾ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಡಿಸ್ಕ್ರೈಬ್ಸ್ ದ ಮೆಟೀರಿಯಲ್ ಯೂನಿವರ್ಸ್ ಆಸ್ ಅ ನಾನ್ ಪರ್ಮನೆಂಟ್ ಪ್ಲೇಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಫುಲ್ ಆಫ್ ಮಿಸರೀಸ್ ವೈ ದೆನ್ ವುಡ್ ಹಿ ಸೀಕ್ ಪ್ಲೆಷರ್ ಇನ್ ಮ್ಯಾಟರ್ ಐ ಮೀನ್ ಹಿ ಹಿಮ್ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಸರ್ಟಿಫೈಡ್ ದಿಸ್ ಪ್ಲೇಸ್ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ದುಃಖಾಲಯ ಶಾಶ್ವತಂ ವೈ ವುಡ್ ಹಿ ಟೇಕ್ ಪ್ಲೆಷರ್ ಇನ್ ಮ್ಯಾಟರ್ ಲೈಕ್ ದೇ ಸೇ ಓ ಹಿ ಡಾನ್ಸ್ ವಿತ್ ಸೋ ಮೆನಿ ಗರ್ಲ್ಸ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಹ್ಯಾಡ್ ಫನ್ ನಾಟ್ ಲೈಕ್ ಯು ನೋ ನಾಟ್ ದ ಲಾಸ್ಟ್ ಡಿಸೈರ್ ದಟ್ ವಿ ಸೀ ಹಿಯರ್ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಮೆಟೀರಿಯಲ್ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ವೈ ವುಡ್ ಹಿ ಎಂಜಾಯ್ ಸಚ್ ಸಚ್ ಅ ಥಿಂಗ್ ದಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಸ್ಪೋಕನ್ ಆಫ್ ಆಸ್ ಡಿಸ್ಗಸ್ಟಿಂಗ್ ಪ್ರಹ್ಲಾದ್ ಮಹಾರಾಜ ಸೆಡ್ ಎನ್ ಮೈಥುನಾದಿ ಗೃಹಮೇಧಿ ಸುಖಂ ಹಿ ತುಚ್ಛಂ ಕಂಡೂಯನೇನ ಕರೆಯೋರಿವ ದುಃಖ ದುಃಖಂ ತೃಪ್ಯಂತಿ ನೇಹ ಕೃಪಣ ಬಹುದುಃಖ ಭಾಜ ಕಂಡೂತಿ ವನ್ ಮನಸಿ ಜಂ ವಿಷಹೇತ ಧೀರ ಸೆವೆನ್ ನೈನ್ ಫೋರ್ಟಿ ಫೈವ್ ಸೆಕ್ಸ್ ಲೈಫ್ ಇಸ್ ಕಂಪೇರ್ಡ್ ಟು ದ ರಬ್ಬಿಂಗ್ ಆಫ್ ಟೂ ಹ್ಯಾಂಡ್ಸ್ ಟು ರಿಲೀವ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಇಚ್ ಗೃಹಮೇಧಿ ಸೋ ಕಾಲ್ ಗೃಹಸ್ಥಸ್ ಹೂ ಹವ್ ನೋ ಸ್ಪಿರಿಚುವಲ್ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಥಿಂಕ್ ದಟ್ ದಿಸ್ ಇಚಿಂಗ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ಗ್ರೇಟೆಸ್ಟ್ ಪ್ಲಾಟ್ಫಾರ್ಮ್ ಆಫ್ ಹ್ಯಾಪಿನೆಸ್ ಆಲ್ ದೋ ಆ್ಯಕ್ಚುಲಿ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಅ ಸೋರ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಡಿಸ್ಟ್ರೆಸ್ the kripanas the fools who are just the opposite of brahmanas are not satisfied by repeated sensuous enjoyment those who are dhira however who are sober and who tolerate this itching are not subjected to the sufferings of fools and rascals you see sex life is so condemned and why would krishna engage in something sex life some material sex life no no therefore krishna's dancing with the gopis raslila is totally on a different platform um <clears throat> in the bhagavad gita krishna describes the material universe as a non-permanent place full of miseries why then would he seek pleasure in matter he is a super soul supreme spirit and his pleasure is beyond the material conception to learn how krishna enjoys pleasure we must study the first nine cantos of shrimad bhagavatam and then we should study the 10th
unintelligent people turn at once to the sports of Krishna in the Dashamaskandha, the tenth canto. Krishna's embracing Radharani or his dancing with the cowherd girls in the Rasa dance are generally not understood by ordinary men because they consider these pastimes in the light of mundane lust. They foolishly think that Krishna is like themselves and that he embraces the gopis just as an ordinary man embraces a young girl. Some people thus become interested in Krishna because they think that his religion allows indulgence in sex. This is not Krishna Bhakti, love of Krishna, but Prakrita Sahajiya, materialistic lust. Therefore, even Srila Prabhupada warned us not to read Geet Govinda of Jayadeva Goswami because in that book, there are many um, intimate pastimes of Radha and Krishna mentioned and an ordinary devotee would be bewildered by by hearing those um, explicit mentions of how Radha and Krishna uh, enjoyed themselves. So, they would be overtaken by lust if they are not pure enough. That's why Gita Govinda is out of bounds for us because Prabhupada did not um, sanction us to read it for that purpose. To avoid such errors, we should understand what Radha Krishna actually is. That's why before coming to the 10th Kanto, one should read the 9 Kantos to understand how great Krishna is. And then understand, try to understand the 10th Kanto. Otherwise, we will consider him an ordinary human. Avajananti Mahamudha Manushim Tanumashritam in the 9th chapter, 11th verse, 9-11. It's a very good number to remember, 9-11. It's a number of fools. Yeah? Material fools and spiritual fools. Avajananti mamudha manushim tanumashritam param bhavam ajananto mamabhutam maheshwaram. Fools deride me when I descend in the human form. They do not know my transcendental nature and as the supreme lord of all that be. To understand his transcendental nature and his supreme dominion over everything, <coughs> we should understand the first nine cantos, the greatness of Krishna. Then we should understand, try to understand the tenth canto, that too under the guidance of a bona fide devotee. So, one second. To avoid such errors, we should to avoid such errors, we should understand what Radha Krishna actually is. Radha and Krishna display their past pastimes through Krishna's internal energy. They are not external energy. Whereas lust is in the external energy. The pleasure potency of Krishna's internal energy is a most difficult subject matter. And unless one understands what Krishna is, one cannot understand it. The Yoga Maya. Krishna does not take any pleasure in this material world, but he has a pleasure potency. Because we are part and parcel of Krishna, the pleasure potency is within us also. But we are trying to exhibit that pleasure potency in matter. Krishna, however, does not make such a vain attempt. The, the object of Krishna's pleasure potency is Radharani. <clears throat> Krishna exhibits his potency as Radharani and then engages in loving affairs with her. In other words, Krishna does not take pleasure in this external energy but exhibits his internal energy, his pleasure potency as Radharani and then enjoys with her. Thus, Krishna manifests himself as Radharani in order to enjoy his internal pleasure potency. Of the many in extensions, expansions and incarnations of the Lord, this pleasure potency is the foremost and chief. 
it is not that radharani is separate from krishna radharani is also krishna for there is no difference between the energy and the energetic without energy there is no meaning to the energetic and without energetic there is no energy similarly without radha there is no meaning to krishna and without krishna there is no meaning to radha because of this the vaishnava philosophy first of all pays obeisances to and worships the internal pleasure potency of the lord thus the lord and his potency are always referred to as radha krishna similarly those who worship narayana first of all utter the name of lakshmi as lakshmi narayan similarly those who worship lord ram first of all utter the name of sita in any case sita ram radha krishna lakshmi narayan the potency always comes first radha and krishna are one and when krishna desires to enjoy pleasure he manifests himself as radharani the spiritual exchange of love between radha and krishna is the actual display of krishna's internal pleasure potency although we speak of when krishna desires when krishna desires just when did he did desire we cannot say you see here it is said when krishna desires to enjoy pleasure he manifests himself himself as radharani so it is not that at at a point in time he starts to desire to enjoy no that's why it is said when when krishna desires so because it is not possible to explain something which has no beginning that's why the word when is used as if there was a beginning but actually there was no beginning when did krishna actually desire to enjoy there's no trace in history that's what it means so it's very difficult to comprehend so just for, to put it into words the word the word when was used that's why he says although we speak of when krishna desires just when he did desire we cannot say infinite past it radharani's existence radharani is eternal that means when did he actually desire and when he actually expanded himself as radharani eternally and so when did the desire come it was always there <laughs> difficult to comprehend with our materialistic mind which only knows everything that has a beginning and an end um we can only we only speak in this way because in conditioned life we take it that everything has a beginning however in spiritual life everything is absolute and so there is neither beginning nor end yet in order to understand that radha and krishna are one and that they also become divided the question when automatically comes to mind when krishna desired to enjoy his pleasure potency he manifested himself in a separate form of radharani and when he wanted to understand himself through the agency of radha he united with radharani and that unification is called lord chaitanya this is all explained by shri krishnadas kaviraj in the fifth verse of the chaitanya charitamrita that we have just read in the next verse the author further explains why krishna assumed the form of chaitanya mahaprabhu let's look at that verse we will stop at 9:30 because we won't be able to finish this whole thing today so we'll have to continue in the next session <clears throat> this is uh, adilila 1.6 श्रीराधा प्रणयमहिमाकीदृशो वानयनाभुतमधुरी कीदृशो वामदीय 
सौख्यम चास्या मदनुभवत कीदृशम वेति लोभाढ़ी गर्भ सिंधो हरिंदु Each of these verses is so beautiful. Desiring to understand the glory of Radha Rani's love, the wonderful qualities in him that she alone relishes through her love, and the happiness she feels when she realizes the sweetness of his love, the Supreme Lord Hari, richly endowed with her emotions, appeared from the womb of Sri Mati Sachi Devi as the moon appeared from the ocean. <laughs> Even the example of moon appearing from the ocean. is very significant because the moon actually does not appear from the ocean although it seems like it appears from the ocean so similarly although chaitanya mahaprabhu appeared from the womb of sachi mata but actually he is not like an ordinary sun appearing from the womb of sachi mata he is actually independent of all um birth he can he can just manifest himself in any way that he likes therefore it appeared that she you know he was appearing from the womb of sachi mata but actually it's like the moon appearing to appear from the ocean rising from the ocean <clears throat> it's a very nice verses all these verses are beautiful <clears throat> in the next verse the author further explains why krishna assumed the form of chaitanya mahaprabhu krishna desired to know the glory of radha's love Why is she so much in love with me? Krishna asked, "What is my special qualification that attracts her so? And what is the actual way in which she loves me? It seems strange that Krishna as a supreme should be attracted by anyone's love. A man searches after the love of a woman because he is imperfect. He lacks something. The love of a woman, that potency and pleasure is absent in man and therefore a man wants a woman." We this is the principle why a man would want a woman because he is not atmarama he is not self satisfied he he is lacking something that's why he whenever we we want something that means we feel a lack that's why in marketing this is a psychology that they play that if they want to convince you about the product to sell you they will first create in your mind a sense of uh, a sense of lacking something like without the product as if your life is a waste of time <laughs> they'll make you feel like without that product which you're selling there is a big hole in your life which needs to be filled up you know first that lack is created then when there is that that need oh i i need something you know yes yes i really need this then they will yes you know what the solution is here the fill in the blanks the the thing that will make your life full is here this is how they pitch as a sales pitch so actually there is more nuance to this and they, they call it the journey of the hero the the storyline of the customer so they have various names for this three part story or the seven part story there's a whole you know science to this how how marketing works but is a playing of the psychology so the main thing is a man would want something when he lacks that thing if he already has it like a millionaire would never oh, that's a 10 dollar note oh let me take it no he he wouldn't bother or oh, 10 dollar okay that because he already has but you you let a beggar see the 10 dollar note oh, 10 dollar as if it is is the entire world for him you know 
so the want is because of a lack in oneself so a man that's why it is said here the love of a woman that potency and pleasure is absent in man and therefore a man wants a woman but this is not the case with krishna who is full in himself thus krishna expressed surprise why am i attracted by radharani why and when radharani feels my love what is she actually feeling he wanted to find out he wanted to investigate he wanted to be this you know undercover you know agent and investigate this whole truth what is going on you know so krishna also wants to investigate sometimes <laughs> so he wanted to do this what is she actually feeling to taste the essence of that loving exchange krishna made his appearance in the same way that the moon appears on the horizon of the sea just as the moon was produced by the churning of the sea by the churning of spiritual loving affairs the moon of chaitanya mahaprabhu appeared this is another explanation the moon appeared from the ocean when the you know the milk ocean when there was a churning there was moon also appeared so he saying when the the when the ocean of uh, bhakti you know is is churned that agitations the agitations of love produce this moon of chaitanya mahaprabhu see indeed lord chaitanya's complexion was golden just like the luster of the moon although this is figurative language it conveys the meaning behind the appearance of chaitanya mahaprabhu the full significance of his appearance will be described in later chapters after offering respects to lord chaitanya krishnadas kaviraj begins offering them to lord nityananda in the seventh verse of the chaitanya charitamrita okay here we will stop tomorrow we will learn about those five verses about nityananda prabhu so he composes six verses about chaitanya mahaprabhu and then five verses about nityananda prabhu in this way um you know he 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 explains so this part onwards we will read tomorrow uh, not tomorrow sorry the day after tomorrow tomorrow will be bhagavad gita so in this way uh, we will i think on one one more sitting we will be able to finish this introduction and then we will actually start the verses but this introduction is very important because we should understand what is the importance of chaitanya charitamrita all right so we will end here we will take questions now just give me a moment okay so we have answered the first question by ranjan vallakat who translated chaitanya bhagavat vrindavan das thakur santosh gupta who is chaitanya mahaprabhu so you be um, a little patient because in the adilila there will be few chapters actually everything about chaitanya mahaprabhu we will go through that and then we will know who is actually chaitanya mahaprabhu and his real glory of course we know his krishna himself but then you know <laughs> that faith has to be strengthened to the utmost degree uh, then we can actually understand and also krishna himself is one thing but in the mood of radharani that makes it very much more uh, flavorful 
and that is all explained in this chaitanya charitamrita so we will as we will go through this adilila we will try to understand the panchatatva in detail so chaitanya mahaprabhu nityananda prabhu advaita acharya gadadhar shrivas every one of them <clears throat> in principle tatva the tatva not their stories not their biographies but their tatva to understand the, the truth about them no i mean doing <laughs> okay so ranjan velagar is saying who translated it into english i think somebody did it maybe gopi pranadhana prabhu or somebody first let's read chaitanya charitamrita because it was translated by shri prabhupad and uh, we should read prabhupad's books first before we go other into other books actually in prabhupad's books itself there's a lot of stress of course to know if you want to know the story of chaitanya bhagavat we can read but we should read prabhupad's books uh, thoroughly um ranjan velakat why isn't vrindavan das thakur in the parampara he is there is the see the parampara that we have this 32 names is our branch of the parampara even from chaitanya mahaprabhu there are so many actually you see there are so many branches you know when we say this brahma sampradaya even ours is only one branch now brahma spoke not only to narad muni he spoke to many so each of those have branches but not in this on on this earth on this earth this is this is the branch that is coming down but on other planets you know there are branches everywhere and brahma spoke to narada and narada also spoke to so many great great devotees in all planets so from there there are different different so this is like a tree with many 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 branches we can't even imagine the, how the paramparas are going but in this world there are four sampradayas on this earth so let's see here you see chaitanya charitamrita adilila Uh, the desire tree of devotional service and here the trunk the branches and the sub branches of the chaitanya tree this is the disciplic succession the branching out of you know uh, disciplic succession from the chaitanya mahaprabhu so this is the disciplic succession many many branches you know ours is this branch you know but there are many many branches this is the most prominent branch of chaitanya mahaprabhu's mission which has gone all over the world and which is purely represented sometimes in the other branches sometimes you know it dwindles and then you know that that also can happen but uh, this is still this branch is still very much alive especially uh, by prabhupad's order especially the ritvik system ensures that it will stay alive for the at least next 10000 years <clears throat> so that is this branch next bhakta virendra is the chaitanya charitamrita entirely in bengali language or are there any sanskrit verses in it there are sanskrit verses because when the verses from bhagavatam and other sources are uh, quoted then those are in sanskrit so there are sanskrit verses also next um by ranjan vallakat is haridas thakur triple reincarnation of brahma mahantapa brahma mahantapa lord brahma and prahlad maharaj um first of all reincarnation is a wrong word it's incarnation reincarnation is what we are going through like by karma it's not a reincarnation we don't use that word usually so we call it as incarnation so um wh- who's brahma mahantapa as far as i know is lord brahma gaura ganodesh deepika let's uh, do a search 
There are uh, somewhere it is there. Uh, I don't know where exactly. If somebody can find, they can maybe put in the comments. Next um, question by Niladri Bihari Nayak. I see in Adrila there are many shlokas in Sanskrit directly taken from Srimad Bhagavatam and other Vedic scriptures. Is it just to set the context? Actually, in Chaitanya Charitamrita, the way Chaitanya Mahaprabhu presents and also Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami presents that when he wants to say something, he will say in Bengali and then back it up with Sanskrit verses from the different scriptures. So that's how it is um, presented always. And sometimes even Rupa Goswami's verses are quoted just like the verses that we are reading about, the first five verses and all that, many of them by Rupa Goswami. So like that they are also quoted. <coughs> So yeah, you know, to, to refer to the scriptures, how a devotee should behave even when he talks. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and his followers, they always follow this system of whenever they say something, they will quote. That is, there's always been, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the epitome of this. Everything that he says, he will quote reference. Hmm. Next question by Bhakta Virendra. Is Krishna Chaitanya was translated to Krishna consciousness movement by Srila Prabhupada? Um, uh, what is that Krishna what is it called in Hindi uh, Krishna Bhavanamrit is Krishna consciousness Krishna Bhavanamrit Krishna Chaitanya not exactly not exactly Krishna consciousness not exactly that Krishna Bhavanamrit next um, Krishna Priya Mataji do black magic really affect our body I mean, when someone does black magic, will it give Chaitanyam? I mean, there are black magics, there are dark arts in the mode of ignorance. But when one is strong spiritually, way even above goodness in the transcendental platform, the mode of ignorance, the black magic means basically they are in the mode of ignorance. Um, those won't affect when one is in the transcendental platform. So one has to be strongly in the transcendental platform, then these things won't won't affect devotee at all. So we have to become very strong spiritually. That's the only answer. Don't worry too much about this black magic and stuff. Just become a strong devotee and then all these things will be just like nothing will touch you. Next question by Ranjan Valakar. In Mayavadi Sampradaya, is Durga Devi supreme if Maya is stronger than Krishna? Yeah, precisely so. So that's what they actually uh, end up meaning. So how can Durga be more powerful than Krishna when he says Mayadhyakshena Prakriti Suyate Sacharacharam in the 9th chapter 10th verse of Bhagavad Gita that he says the the material nature is under my control which is my energy and Mama Maya Duratyaya you know my Maya so he's always uh, referring to her and even Brahma Samhita says Chaye Vayasya Bhuvanane Vibharti Durga She follows the Ichana Rupam Apiyasya Chacheshta Tesa Govinda Madhi Purusham Tamaham Bhajami So she is like a maidservant of Krishna and how can she be more powerful than Krishna? There is a foolishness, they think like this. Krishna Priyamathaji Prabhuji is Kali Yuga only meant for money and sex? Uh, what do you mean Kali Yuga is only meant for money and sex? No, it is an age in which People are interested in money and sex and um, 
we have to get out of that so we have to come out of that by krishna consciousness <clears throat> next question by bhakta virendra maya devi is taking jiva away from krishna in her illusory clutches while bhakti devi is taking jiva at the lotus feet of krishna why is bhakti not strong as compared to maya on fallen conditioned souls no it is our our um feeling how we are if we are interested in material life maya's duty is to make sure that we are absolutely having no tinge of materialism in our heart until we have even a slight uh, tinge of materialism she will amplify it and make it big uh, she will make sure that until we completely understand that this this playing with maya is like playing with fire and we we'll get better get out of here and have absolutely zero tinge for material you know uh, attachment then yes we are released from maya so she will release us only when she is confident that we won't go and disturb krishna in the spiritual world with materialistic desires she make sure that our materialistic desires will become zero <laughs> that's her job <laughs> so in fact actually although she is looking like you know she is taking us away from krishna she does that for a reason she does that to test our strength of devotion and she lets us fall and fall badly she wants that she wants that we fall badly and fall repeatedly and badly until we really understand our lesson strongly that we should never play around and we have to become serious completely devoid of any materialistic desire so actually she is good in that way you know but we have to understand that we have to understand that <clears throat> so why is bhakti not as strong compared to maya it's not that bhakti is not strong the bhakti and maya is not anywhere else it is within our heart so when we change when when our consciousness changes when the, with the association of devotees sangat sanjayate kama our our um, desires are developed according to our association so if we associate with devotees then our tendency to serve krishna that inclination will increase if we associate with materialists the tendency to enjoy material world will increase so we have to associate satsanga with devotees then we will develop that then the the, the bhakti so then the maya will you know her influence will go away that's the only way next question by krishna premadaji prabhu ji can you describe few words about lord shiva saraswati and ganesh and why is that sai baba is worshiped separately you know what that's not the subject of this class maybe it's, it can be a question for the ama session every monday that we have because i don't want to deviate from the whole topic of the class so <clears throat> that is way off they're all demigods basically they're servants of krishna sai baba well no no mention in the shastra about sai baba so that's why when somebody asked prabhupada what do you think of sai baba prabhupada said i don't think of sai baba <laughs> finish the answer is just one line so uh, that's <laughs> next question so sorry i mean there are verses for lord shiva and uh, saraswati well not saraswati but ganesh in the brahma samhita 
there we can understand a little more about them maybe you can ask this on a ama session on a monday that will be helpful because today this topic is different seshadri prabhu ji how to preserve our semen even in dreams again out of out of topic well the only way is to become strong spiritually as the only way otherwise this lust will always be there the only way one can do it is become very very strong spiritually always thinking how to serve krishna and busy being busy in that and then only we can do that hmm. <clears throat> this is all explained in the 11 canto also hmm. the only way is spiritual strength so for that we have to be very tivrena bhakti yogena yajeta purusham param constantly associated with Uh, krishna consciousness that is the only way to you know get over this next question bhakta virendra why is a jiva forgetful about the agonies of his birth and he is also fearful of his death still the jiva's false ego prompts him to enjoy material nature birth after birth you know what is maya maya means this illusion sukhavan manyate grihi kurvan dukha pratikaram sukhavan manyate grihi he is struggling every moment just trying to you know counteract the miseries of his life but he thinks that is happiness that is the definition of happiness you see so <clears throat> so this is maya maya means illusion illusion means what you take one thing for another uh, so they take suffering for happiness and happiness for suffering and they say oh you devotees what kind of life you have you know very boring life very suffering you know full of no family this no what is this, no money nothing huh? suffering the actual <laughs> actual happiness they consider as suffering and what is actually suffering they consider as happiness this is illusion so only when they are saved by the mercy of this pure devotee then they can actually rise above this hmm? <clears throat> only that's why with the what is that called uh, song every day we sing chakshudan dilo je janme janme prabhu she divya gyan hriday prakashito you know we can uh, the, the knowledge will manifest in the heart only by the mercy of the spiritual master om agnyati mirandhasya gyananjana shalakaya chakshuran miltam yena tasmay shri gurave namaha so we offer our obeisances to guru with that shloka Next question by Bhakta Virendra. One who leads a devotional life without getting married and neither accepting Brahmachari temple life. What is the destination of such Krishna conscious devotees? <laughs> you know, neither married nor Brahmachari temple life. What is he doing? I think that person must question himself what he is doing actually in life. <laughs> what is his whole point in life now <laughs> he he is brahmachari gurukule brahmachari means he has to be staying at the gurukul with the guru mm, and trained and if he is not um, then he should have a family but if he has neither then what is he doing he must question himself that question instead of asking me you should ask that person who is you know who is who is in this condition what is the destination of <laughs> so we have to define ourselves within uh, varnashram system you know where we are standing now where where we are standing 
So, <laughs> so you must take a step forward. You see, there is a lack of surrender. No, when we don't take any step, then lack of surrender. So we have to surrender to the process. That's the only way. No. Hmm. Next question by Krishna Priyamathaji. Abhijit, what will exactly happen when they consume alcohol, and why is that even non-drinkers behave the same? Non-drinkers don't behave the same. Actually, well, everyone is intoxicated in this material world. Everyone is intoxicated. That's why they talk nonsense. Vimohita vikathante mamaham mitdurdhiyah. Everybody is talking nonsense. That means everybody is actually more or less mad in this material world. Everybody is, you know. Talk, you know, talk non. And madman always talks nonsense. Alcoholic always talk nonsense. So whether they consume or not, everybody is talking nonsense. Only when they come to the point where they understand, yes, I am actually not this body. I am a servant of Krishna. I should worship Krishna. And when they come to that point, then they actually begin their talks, real talk, sens- sensible talk. And Un- until then, it is non-sensible talk. Um, so, in that way, you can say that <laughs> everybody is crazy. Everybody is a drunkard. real intelligence will be there when only when one is krishna conscious buddhi yoga until then everybody will be always be talking nonsense krishna priyamathaji no ranjan vallakat does krishna approve of the decline of the in sanyasi standard from advent or lord chaitanya to gbc era see krishna doesn't approve, approve of the decline in religious principles but indirectly he approves because for those who say so kaliyuga under whose order kaliyuga is moving krishna's order nothing moves without the order of krishna without the will of krishna so even the kaliyuga is going on because of the will of krishna so why is it going on then so it is going on because there are people who are um, who want to be godless so they are put in this kind of time where everything is you know godless topsy-turvy and then these people are made to suffer here these are all different stages of punishment for the conditioned souls so approve did he approve of the decline in the sannyasi standard well as chaitanya mahaprabhu he kept up the standard of real sannyas he did not allow it to uh, degrade in fact he was very strict with chota haridas you know because he just looked at a woman only so actually he doesn't um, personally agree to the decline of sanyas but the nature of kaliyuga is that it is misused so therefore sanyas ashram is actually forbidden forbidden in kaliyuga but vaishnava acharya sometimes take this to show uh, for preaching not show for preaching uh, chaitanya mahaprabhu accepted and uh, bhakti siddhan saraswatakura accepted and prabhupada accepted in that way bhakta virendra uh in krishna loka is there a division of mayapur navadvip dham where lord chaitanya and his associates perform eternal pastimes in the spiritual world they are also actually um um <clears throat> okay there is a verse from okay okay before we answer this question there is a verse from rajakishore prabhu here um we will put that verse here i hope it doesn't cover the whole screen okay <laughs> hmm. so he's saying 
পিশাচি পাইলে যেন মাতি ছন্ন হয় মায়াগ্রস্ত জীবের হয় সেই ভাবা উদয় ওয়েন এ পার্সন ইজ হন্টেড হি বিকমস প্র্যাকটিক্যালি ইনসেন ওয়েন ওয়ান ইজ ইন ইনসেন কন্ডিশন হি স্পিকস অল কাইন্ডস অফ নন্সেন্স দস টু বিকম এঙ্গেজ ইন সেন্স গ্রাটিফিকেশন ওয়ান হ্যাজ টু অ্যাকসেপ্ট এ ফ্রেন্ড হুজ দুর্মদ অর ব্যাডলি এফেক্টেড বাই দ্য মেটেরিয়াল ডিজিজ ওকে নেক্সট কোয়েশ্চেন হোয়াট ওয়াজ দ্যাট Ah, in Krishna Loka, is there a division of Mayapur, Navadvip, Dham, where Lord Chaitanya and his associates perform eternal pastimes in the spiritual world? Actually, Lord Chaitanya is eternally there in the spiritual world, Prabhupada said, uh, in the Goloka Dham. And uh, he has a Sankirtan party going on. And uh, how is it exactly fitting inside the Goloka? I do not know very much. But Prabhupada said like that, that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is there in the Goloka Vrindavan. Next question, Bhakta Virendra. Srimad Bhagavatam is exclusively Vaishnava literature. Mayavadis cannot comment on it. And a question mark. Well, you gave the answer. Yes. <laughs> okay, question by Bhakti and Pooja. Uh, if someone knows the truth of God and were like monk, but misguide people and mislead Krishna's teachings, what would happen to him? Most of monks in Kali Yuga are like that only, but they have huge money and fame, although they are doing wrong. Because in Kali Yuga, you know, it is a society of cheaters and the cheated. Just like if we are sincere about God, He will show us, I mean, the path to reach Him. He will introduce us to a, a bona fide spiritual master. So similarly, if we want to be cheated, then He will introduce us a cheater who will cheat us. And because there are a huge population, huge market for cheaters, um they want to be cheated in this kali yuga therefore the cheaters are making a you know good money out of it because the people are there they want to get cheated the problem is that if there is everybody is knows i mean they they don't they don't want to get cheated then these cheaters will have no uh platform they, nobody cares for them but because people want to get cheated so you know these cheaters make a good money out of them hmm. <coughs> and usually such uh, persons they either don't know or if they know they don't definitely they don't know completely because if they really know they will not cheat uh, they cheating means it is said when you cannot make it then you fake it that's cheating so so when they cannot make it they will fake it you know they will they will just make a big nonsense out of it and they will become very, very prominent in this in this kali yuga especially cheaters will become very prominent very very prominent um, but good people actually who are you know uh, preaching god consciousness krishna consciousness they are derided they are you know made and all some loafers they treated like loafers panchatatvatmakam krishnam bhaktarupasvarupakam bhaktavataram bhaktakyam namami bhaktashaktikam so quote from vishwambar prabhu adarila 7.6 So these are the features of Panchatattva. This is the verse Panchatattvatmakam Krishnam Bhaktarupasvarupakam Bhaktavataram Bhaktakyam Namami Bhaktashaktikam Let me offer my obeisances to Lord Shri Krishna who has manifested himself in five as a devotee, expansion of a devotee, incarnation of a devotee, pure devotee and devotional energy. 
what is the difference between all these things um, so all the sound like almost the same so these are very technical differences are there so we will read more about the truths of chaitanya mahaprabhu nithyananda prabhu advaita prabhu in the adalila as we go on right <coughs> Okay. Next, next question by Bhakta Virendra. In the Ras Leela, by the arrangement of Krishna, the gopis left their material bodies in their homes and came in their spiritual bodies to associate with Krishna in the Rasa dance. Is it true? Yes, it is true. <laughs> in their forms, they were actually sleeping with their husband and you know, doing their household duties, but actually in the spiritual forms, they were with Krishna dancing. So that is there. Oh, I actually did not... <laughs> I thought the screen was on, you know. sorry that was a verse and that's the translation chaitanya charitamrita adilila 7.6 then uh, we have some verse so uh, quoted by vishwambar prabhu of the of the reasons why chaitanya mahaprabhu appeared prema rasanyasa prema rasa niryasa adilila 4.15 and 16 prema rasa niryasa karite aswadana aswadana actually what is the tune for this prema rasa niryasa karite aswadana oh prem rasa niryasa karite aswadana doesn't fit <laughs> prem rasa niryasa karite aswadana raga marga bhakti loke karite pracharana rasika shekhar krishna parama karuna ei dui hetu hoyte ichhar udgam actually is bengali that's why it's different the lord's desire to appear was born from two reasons he wanted to taste the sweet essence of the mellows of love of god and he wanted to propagate devotional service in the world on the platform of spontaneous affection thus he is known as a supremely jubilant and as the most merciful of all <clears throat> so two reasons one is he came to propagate the sankirtan movement and you know give good fortune to all the souls of kaliyuga that's the external reason the internal reason is he himself wanted to taste the love that radharani tastes you know next okay comment from subala prabhu haridas thakur brahma pralad and mahatpa son of richika so there is some kind of uh, okay subala prabhu is saying it's the combination of three okay so there is some i am not very aware of that um here there is a quote where is it taken from hmm well let's introduce the quote here
so brahma mahatapa is the son of richika muni it is written that this sage's son picked a tulsi leaf and offered it to krishna without having washed it first his father then cursed him to become a mlecha in his next life <laughs> wow he was thus born as haridas a great devotee hmm gaur ganodesh deepika 93 to 95 gaur ganodesh deepika also depicts that haridas thakur was incarnation of prahlad and hence haridas thakur was a combined incarnation of brahma mahada prahlad maharaj and lord brahma in fact uh, where did i hear that lord brahma because he had uh, um, you know did this uh, brahma vimohan leela where he stole the cowherd boys uh where you know where he stole the cowherd boys then he <coughs> after that <coughs> he apologized to krishna and offered prayers but at the same time he still felt it was inadequate and therefore he wanted to you know um take birth as a you know mlecha something like this and then atone for that by chanting always something like that i heard from i don't know where i heard just recently just like two days ago something like that i don't know where exactly i read that okay next next question um okay there is some kind of a reference here from navadvip dham mahatmya yeah here it is navadvip dham mahatmya is it where it is stated so um well okay we'll go to that first i don't know if i can i don't know if i can put this up let's see if it can fit on the screen because it's very long okay give me a second hmm let's let's see if we can okay somehow we fixed it there and there we go so in the book named navadvip dham mahatmya bhaktivinoda thakur has written the following account of how brahma became haridas thakur in the dwaparyuga nanden nandanandana shri krishna was herding the cows through vrajadham in the company of his cowherd boyfriends when brahma decided to test lord krishna out of a desire to see his majestic form and opulences he stole both krishna's cows and calves as well as his friends and hid them for a year in the caves of sumeru mountain but a year later when brahma returned to vraja he was astonished to see that krishna was still there with his, with both his friends and cattle brahma immediately understood his error and began to regret his rash his rash action he fell down at krishna's feet and begged him for forgiveness krishna responded by mercifully revealing his divine opulence I who appear in the Dwapara Yuga as Nandanandana Shri Krishna descend again in the Kali Yuga as Gauranga Chaitanya Mahaprabhu taking on the mood and bodily luster of Radharani in order to display the most magnanimous pastimes Brahma was afraid that he might commit the same offense during Gauranga's incarnation so he went to Antardvip the central island of Navadvip West Bengal and began to meditate um, the Lord Krishna was able to understand his mind and so came to him in the form of Gauranga and said 
During my incarnation as Gauranga and Kaliyuga, you will be born in a family of Malachas and will preach the glories of the holy name and bring auspiciousness to all the living beings. So this is there in the Navadvibdham Mahatmya. Thank you for the reference. So, these are some of the secrets in how, you know, the demigods help or assist or serve the Lord in his pastimes. Next question by Somagiri Prabhu. The Gaudiya Vaishnavas should develop the gopi mood to Krishna because this is the highest mood. But it's strange for a man at at least first look. <laughs> or when we become purer, it will become normal feeling. So this is never to be imitated at all. Um, you see Prabhupada, did he behave like, you know, like a girl or something like that, gopi? No, you'll never... So, these are not to be imitated. Even Rupa Goswami, Sanatana Goswami, they are all manjaris, you know, gopis in Vrindavan. But they never behave like a girl or, you know, something like that. And it's not to be at all imitated. When one's pure devotion reveals, you know, that's when one will automatically experience this. It's not to be cultivated, you know. There was once a story where um, this devotee, you know, during Prabhupada's time, you know, this disciple of Prabhupada, he wanted to, he he was in Vrindavan. So, Prabhupada actually warned devotees not to go and visit all kinds of Babaji's and, you know, all kinds of Swamis in Vrindavan because they will talk all this, this so-called high-high philosophy and then, oh, you are, you know, the Siddha Deha, you know, the perfect body, you know, in the spiritual body, what you are. You know, they try to tell all these things and, you know, who innocent devotees. And uh, this, one uh, one of the devotees he got he got mesmerized by this explanation oh then so one of the babajis in vrindavan told him you are actually a peacock in the spiritual world so from that day what he started he stopped his chanting he started you know uh, crying out like a peacock he was making the peacock song i mean <laughs> this is utter foolishness so we cannot we have to chant like Goswami is a parrot right did he come here and make some parrot sounds? No, he spoke the Bhagavatam. You see? <laughs> so everybody has their, you know, um, Swarup in the spiritual world. That doesn't mean that when he comes here, he behaves in a perverted, you know, in like an animal, you know, like a foolish uh, animal. That's idiotic. So, we are not supposed to do anything like that. We just have to chant Hare Krishna and follow the four principles, read Prabhupada's books and understand the philosophy like that. That these all things, these relationships are much, much later in the progression of devotional service. We should not anywhere try to, you know, um, try to, you know, imitate these things at this point. Next question by Bhakta Sharanam Ram Prasad. Hare Krishna Prabhu, why some people are not interested in becoming a devotee? Well, they want to enjoy sense gratification. They don't want to surrender. That's why. They want to be a competitor of God. In this in this material world, everybody everybody is like that. They, nobody wants to become a devotee. Even even now we are devotee. We are not one hundred percent devotee. One hundred percent devotee means pure devotee, like Prabhupada. Even we are trying to advance in devotional service. We are also not nowhere close to the mark. So that is the nature of the material world. We also don't want to serve Krishna. We are lazy. You know, we don't want to serve. So this is all because this is our contamination, sense gratification. Um, <clears throat> so we have to that's why we have to have Guru Guru 
he will forcibly engage on as in krishna's service gives order to do like this i cannot use my mind to do whatever i want hmm? guru is there i have to do what guru says that's why prabhupada's instructions are there we cannot invent something so when the guru gives the discipline then we have to follow and then we'll become a disciple disciple means discipline without discipline there's no question of disciple uh, that's training our mind not to training ourselves not to listen to our mind which is always asking us not to become a devotee not to surrender you know that so not to take the mind as the guru but the spiritual master as our real guru and follow his instruction next question uh, what is the destination of a single unmarried devotee in krishna consciousness who don't want to accept brahmachari temple life as long as he has these desires that i don't want i want where is the question of even spiritual life the, the basic principle of spiritual life is that we have no independence we should not have independence we have surrendered our independence to the supreme lord to the guru that is how we have to be of course the guru has to be bonified and then we have to surrender our independence we have to become a menial servant of the guru and that's when our spiritual life actually starts so if no what is the destination of single unmarried devotee in krishna consciousness who don't want to accept brahmacharya temple life well chan hari krishna and read prabhupada's books hopefully you know krishna will reveal more see we have to understand this point we don't want we don't want what, what are we here for then we are here for what krishna wants if we have no family obligations why are we sitting at home why what are we trying to achieve at home okay i am not ready to okay we come to the temple regularly and get yourselves ready you know get yourself ready to serve krishna full time if you don't want a family what what is a life for then have we understood the meaning of life ha huh? if we do understand that is only meant for serving krishna then why are we sitting at home and doing what we have to get up i mean i mean give up that you know so called home life only if one is grahastha then you know there is restricted you know indulgence in sex life and that too for for procreation otherwise even then a grahastha also has to always uh, associate with the devotees otherwise where is the question and if one does not have a family what is he staying in home for hmm. so one must question like this one must become serious one must dedicate his life for krishna that's only that's the only thing human life is meant for is not meant for anything else if you're doing anything else is a waste of time so if you're not that convinced in this whole path then we start reading books first reading prabhupada's books and you know getting the enthusiasm and following putting it into practice not just reading and reading and reading nothing goes into the head no it, it has to go into the head and it has to be manifested in action and associate with devotees and make advancement that's the whole life we have to live next there are many devotees who are single and who don't want to join temple to become brahmacharya then you know wish them good luck lana you say you want to earn money you cannot force anyone to become brahmachari <laughs> oh absolutely wrong you can't be that's not okay is some kind of okay you cannot force anyone to become brahmachari see the thing is we can't force anyone we are not forcing we are not forcing anyone 
we are telling what is the truth whether you want to follow that is up to you krishna also he did not force arjuna he said he said this <laughs> is my screen showing okay i need to scroll show my screen okay you see krishna said like this what did krishna say you see 18.64 uh 63 especially this last line yathechasi tatha kuru what is that do what you wish to do he gave you full do whatever you want but terms and conditions apply what is that there's a caveat what is that 1858 machittah sarva durgaani mat prasada tarishasi अथ चैत्वाश्वसीश्वसीश्वसीश्वसीश्वसीश्वसीश्वसीश्वसीश्वसीश्वसीश्वसीश्वसीश्वसीश्वसीश्वसीश्वसीश्वसीश्वसीश्वस
always be krishna conscious chant his chant krishna's name how when when will it happen trinadapi sunichena tarorapi sahishuna amanena manadena kirtaniya sadahare so these four things have to be done what is that trinadapi sunichena humbler than the grass more tolerant than the tree amanena not expecting any um, what what is that honor but manadena always giving honor to others then yes then kirtaniya sadahare otherwise we can't we can't be krishna conscious all right uh, next ah uh, reference from vishambar prabhu drinking water under water while bathing on a fast day found in what is this drishta huh? drishta drishtant bakya samgraha or a collection of bengali proverbs okay it's a bengali proverb okay let's see if i can actually access that page okay okay let's do this this is found here i'll show my screen in a little okay this screen will be interesting you see i'm there on the bottom right <laughs> so <clears throat> you see uh there's a collection of bengali proverbs so does none behold the violation of the fast by him who drinks as he dips while bathing <laughs> see it is forbidden on the 11th lunar day to taste even water so this is ekadashi day and um so wow so what is the actual bengali uh let's try uh what is the first one i will who diya what bhuv diya dub 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 diya dub diya jal thele ha oka okadashi o ekadashi pa pa pe janena dub diya jal thele ekadashi paap janena does none behold the violation of the law this is actually good right let me screenshot this it's very nice uh, <laughs> pdf which all which has all this it's a very good find in fact huh? thank you vishwambar prabhu this is very nice bengali proverb all right so there we go All right. Oh, Prabhu ji, is there any rules to take ekadashi fast by taking vows? All right. We have done a class on ekadashi. Maybe the moderator can put the link on the ekadashi of the ekadashi class. A whole session we did on ekadashi. So you can you can actually refer to that. Maybe it's a series or a one one session. I don't remember. I think no, it's a series maybe. I think maybe three three series or something. Three three lectures. So maybe the moderator can put the link there. on our youtube playlist or facebook playlist whatever so you can actually watch it there prabhu all right that's the end of the session thank you very much <coughs> mm.
मधुमिता माता जी सिंह हरे कृष्ण प्रभु जी एक बार एक बार सुपर बैकग्राउंड प्लीज कीप द स्क्रीन वी कैन क्लियरली सी इट या आई एम थिंकिंग ऑफ सम थिंग्स लेट्स सी I'm thinking about a few more ideas on how to present these live streams. So that was an experiment I just did right before this class started. I was just experimenting with that. If I ever have to show the screen on my computer and I can use that, then it actually came in use right at the end. Yeah, we will try to bring you better live streams and better presentations as much as possible. Thank you very much for attending and keeping, you know, um, for so long. Wow, still 30 of you are here. So thank you very much. Chaitanya Charitamrita ki jai. Shri Gauranga Mahaprabhu ki jai. Gauranitai Bhagavan ki jai. What is this? Vishwamrabhu will never never leave us. <laughs> Virendra Prabhu is saying I will never become brahmachari in my life. It's all right. You chant Hare Krishna. It's all right. You can chant Hare Krishna, read Krishna, I mean Prabhupada's books. and advance also no 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 hard and fast rule you know sthane sthita shruti gatam see in this kaliyuga anyway everything is out of order so do what you can hmm? what is that great flexing the prajikish <laughs> prabhu <laughs> yeah so vishwambar prabhu what is this last verse dedicated to tatvita to me okay what is this let's see 10 13 2 What is this? Ten, thirteen, two. Definitely, I'm not qualified for any of these things. But a verse from Bhagavatam is always relishable, so why not? Um, when is your class every day? Deepa Mataji is asking. So it is seven uh, thirty p.m. Singapore time every single day, and alternate. As of now, alternatively, so on your sorry, on alternate days we are doing Bhagavad Gita and Chaitanya Charitamrita. We have just started Chaitanya Charitamrita actually, and so and on Mondays we will have AMA session, which is Ask Me Anything. So any questions, anything that you have, which does not fall into the which do not fall into the topics that we are discussing on day-to-day basis, you can ask in that AMA session, and we will try to answer them from the scriptures and Shri Prabhupada's books. Um okay let's see this verse satam satamayam sarabhritam nisargo yadarthavani shruti chetasam api pratikshanam navyavadachutasya yat striya vitanam iva sadhu varta paramahamsas devotees who have accepted the essence of life are attached to krishna in the core of their hearts and he is the aim of their lives it is their nature to talk only of krishna at every moment as if such topics were newer and newer they are attached to such topics just as materialists are attached to topics of women and sex well, that's not a dedication for me though that's <laughs> wallpaper is also great oh <laughs> ama session is what time same every day 7:30 pm singapore time and f- which will which means 5 pm indian time every day every single day we are online so you can come every single day thank you for coming chaitanya mahaprabhu ki jai nitai gaur primanande anand gaur vaishnav vrind ki jai tai gaur primanande hari hari bol hare krishna